Welcome to episode six of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Broadcasting live from a dungeon. Specifically a dungeon of Dungeon Bowl. That's right. Elves, dwarves, Dungeon Bowl. Bum, 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 bum. I don't know what the theme song is. Uh, we can make, make one up. up. We'll probably know soon. Anyways, if you can't tell, I'm Steve. And I am Scott Prime. You're not Scott Prime. I sure am. You had your birthday. You've lost it. I'm not going to go by my Twitter handle of Fat Finley, so I'm Scott Prime. Okay, we need a new nickname for Scott. Someone come up with Jeez, something. Jeez, what is it? With what? you, the other Steve's doing the same thing. Well, you need a new nick. You can't be Scott Prime. Yeah, I can. I can be the leader of the uh, Scott Autobots or whatever. Yeah, Optimus Prime. Are you going to punch the universe and make it splinter? I could. Okay, we'll oh, go like with that. Superboy Prime. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was going with. Yeah. Well. Hey, Comic to- reference. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, this show is going to be a little different, if you can't tell already. But it's still going to be flavorful and fluffy. Right, but we're taking kind of a left turn from Blood Bowl and going to Dungeon Bowl. Yeah, but it's going to be uh, pretty great, because I remember when Dungeon Bowl came out, and it was just such an awesome variant of the game, and with the Colleges of Magic and everything else, it just felt like the college football version of Blood Bowl to me. That's I how we looked that. at it. So, Yeah. It's a nice little variation. So, yeah, we have a lot on tap, actually, tonight. What um, have we got? We have, we're going to break down our Dungeon Bowl review, and we're going to talk about, at least I'm going to talk about some memories of uh, yesteryear playing the <laughs> original Dungeon Bowl. I can talk about memories of a couple days ago. The first and we're going to talk played. about the rule, the current <laughs> most current rules or what's out there right. as labeled as the most current rules, and that's in our uh, Dungeon Bowl review segment. And then we're going to have another segment called Game Night. Well, we actually sit around with our buddies and we just kind of cut up and have some food and uh, play a couple games of Dungeon Bowl. Talk about that. Yep, that's with our friends Alan and Sarge, which you may have heard previously on the podcast. Yes, they've helped us with uh, many of the bumpers and stuff and doing voices and stuff like that. We also have a Behind the Fluff interview. Which I'm very proud to say I was and crucial in getting. Should we tell them who it is or should we just let it be? Should we just oh, dangle that character? I'm sure we'll. Let them know who it is. I mean, I've probably already tweeted it. Okay. So we're, uh, you need to stick around because we are going to uh, have an interview with some of the people from Cyanide Studios. The head guy. From the head guy. Who's and we're actually, talking Dungeon Bowl. Exactly. The new game coming out. Not only did we have a nice little conversation about him and the game coming out, but if you stick around for the end, we might even have a contest. That's right. Fun, fun contest. And then we have, of course, as always, shout outs at the end. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I haven't like got beaten fumble or anything else lately, so I'm not like so raging mad. But I'm feeling kind of randy. So before the end of the night, I might just kind of like go nuts on somebody <laughs> two or three times, and just I don't know. I'm feeling as long as it's not me. Feeling and, frisky. And for I'm I'm hoping to God that just let people in the other countries know when Scott says Randy, he means tempestuous or angry or mad not like he's gonna bend me over the table and go at it <laughs> no way dude okay i'm just making sure because randy and other cultures mean something different oh really yeah all right well i'm yeah i mean kind of like i want to like go push somebody and like try to get a fight going oh, okay. i want to start something i want to stir something up yeah or like the michael jackson song used to say shouldn't be starting something shouldn't be starting something shouldn't be starting something 
Got I don't to be starting something. I don't remember. I can't remember much either. But uh, here's your off the wall Michael Jackson reference. Oh, it'll happen every once in a while. That's what happens when you hang out with these smooth criminals. <laughs> oh, sometimes we're bad. You just can't beat it. <laughs> but we're thrillers. <laughs> uh, we should just moonwalk out of here and go to the next segment. <laughs> you got that right, Captain Neo. We'll be right <laughs> back with some <laughs> Dungeon Bowl review. Save me. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. This is Christopher von Weitenberg, vampire for the Sylvania Terrors. You are listening to Both Down with Steve and Scott. And now, the Dungeon Board Review. All right, welcome back, and we're going to start our own Dungeon Bowl review, both down style. Yep, we both have copies of the old game, and we busted it out a couple days ago and decided to play it, and before we get into that segment, I figured we might as well give everybody a nice little review about the rules, what makes it different than regular Blood Bowl, and a little history of it. Yeah, um, from, I think it was released in 89? Sounds right, yeah. I think it was released in 89, and I, you know, I probably should have looked all that up, but yeah. here it is. I didn't. But what was uh, really cool about this game is I remember us playing Dungeon Bowl, and this is going to date us here, or myself, but I figure if you, they're listening to this, that's what they want to hear. So, uh, you know, we're, we're in our mid-season of our uh, current Blood Bowl League back in the day, and Dungeon Bowl, you know, hits the hobby shops, and it was just amazing because number one it came with two teams and they had different models and did you know about it before it came out or was it just one of those things no that- it was one of those things you walk in and we saw it and we we're like oh my gosh i wish <laughs> i think it was at the time it was 30 dollars, and i was like god i wish we had 30 dollars." you know that'd be awesome yeah i mean we were the poor kids that tried to scrape our money together to buy comics at the time so when we played our regular blood bowl season back in the day we uh always used the the orcs and the humans because we couldn't afford a lot of miniatures and stuff. Yeah. You know, sometimes we pull our money together by one pack of miniatures and split them up. And then, you know, if we did paint a miniature, it was just like our star player guy. Right. So, um, yeah, we saw this right on the shelves and I don't think we, anybody purchased it right then. If I remember correctly, cause I know I got my copy for Christmas and that was the big deal that, you know, my dad still played Santa Claus, so we had to play along. <laughs> you know, if you didn't, Santa Claus didn't show up. Right, so. of course. So, uh, yeah, Dungeon Bowl was waiting in, underneath my Christmas tree, and I was so excited. It had the uh, yellow elves and the little orange dwarf figures. Uh-huh. So it was great. <laughs> course, what edition was this back then? Second this edition? was uh, second edition rules. So it was still based off of those rules? Still based off those rules and, you know, all the character stats and skills and stuff like that. So, um... But to give everyone a little breakdown, as the name implies, it is played inside a dungeon. It's played inside a dungeon. The original game came with two, like, big end zone title tiles, mm-hmm. and then it had six additional tiles that you could kind of form and change the dungeon around. Right. So every time you laid out the field different, and the uh, game came with teleporters, so you could teleport into the dungeon or... To different parts of the dungeon. The original game actually came with doors. Yeah. 
there was rules so you could, uh, you know, if some guy was coming at you, you could slam the door and, you know, run the other direction. <laughs> it also had treasure chests and that, you know, of course the ball was hidden in. And the game was played to one touchdown. So That is correct. There's like six treasure chests out there. Five of them have explosions and they're booby-trapped. And then one has the ball. I can't remember if the original rules all had them booby-trapped or not. I know that when we played off and on, sometimes we would have, you just open it up, it was an empty chest. Oh, okay. And sometimes it was booby-trapped. So, yeah, that's part of the fun. You can just do whatever you want with this game. Exactly. And um, there was also traps that you laid face down. So you knew that there was something in this tile, but you didn't know what it was until you walked over it type deal. Then why would you walk over it? Well, a lot of times. Because it wasn't anything good. A lot of times we placed them indoors. And what we did, and I can't remember if it was in the original rules or not. It's been forever since I read those. If we used four type of pit traps, we always had at least double that nothing tiles oh okay so most likely most of them were nothing tiles oh okay Makes and then sense. the occasional trap was there that's cool so you'd set up and you'd make your teams and the fluff of the game is that there's colleges of magic right it's like the amethyst wizards the amber wizards the dark wizards the green wizard jade wizards right so <clears throat> they each i guess according to 40k fluff or not 40k but i guess Warhammer. Warhammer fluff. Mm. Each college was devoted to a specific wavelength or color of the magic. So they, you know, the ruby ones, all their spells were red. And so they would pretty much try to figure out the best way of using that color of magic. Instead of fighting, they decided to put on these tournaments. And the tournaments were that each college would make their own group of people, put them in the dungeon, and they'd fight and see who wins. Right. And another thing that was really unique for us is, um, you know, we loved the Chaos All-Stars in our league. You know, in in the old second edition books, you know, you always heard about these chaos, like, I call them chaos pack teams now, but chaos teams, mixed race teams. Everybody kind of wanted a mixed race team because they're just unique and different than and, just having all halflings or all dwarves. And back then there wasn't any mixing, right? So, like, even on a human team, there was no ogre or anything? Uh... I think we allowed well, just it not because much. ogres were considered neutral. I know somehow somebody justified that halflings could have <laughs> ogres, okay. so we let them do it. I mean, of course, we're in junior high, so you're going to have to... But this was like the first time that you had official rosters where... Right. Because every and, team is made up of three different races. Right. In the Colleges of Magic, every team has three different races, and they actually told you, like, you can roll a dice and you can get this many of this race and you can get this many of this race, and mm-hmm. so... We finally had some rules, and everybody was mixed race. So this is this was really cool to us. And, you know, being in junior high and high school, we followed college football because you're from Oklahoma. you got to follow, you know, the Oklahoma Sooners or the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So we're big college football fans. So we just took it upon ourselves to just accept that the College of Magic was the college version of Blood Bowl. That makes sense. Um, like they would go here and – Work their way, and if they win, they, would, they can go up to the majors. Exactly, or you know, they can get drafted or whatever. That's kind of That's cool. how we looked at it, and I'm sure that we only looked at that because the na- the term college was applied. Right. <laughs> um, looking at it now, and after playing in our game night that we'll you know talk about later, I almost see it more as a arena football versus football. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, back then we we consider this college so, football. It's where. Uh, old NFL players go to die. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so your old uh, Blood Bowl players can 
Whenever they're not that good, yeah, they can just go join the Dungeon League and get killed. Right. So that that was like second edition Dungeon Bowl. We actually tried a league with this. There was not a lot of development because, as you said, you go the first one to score wins. Yeah. We tried variations where we thought maybe – because, you know, some games can last 10 minutes and other games can last two hours. Absolutely. So we tried variations of like, well, first one to three wins and some games lasted forever. So we, yeah. we just went back to first one scores wins and we tried a, a league and it, it never went all the way through. So it was more of just like a one-off thing for you guys? Well, we actually drew up schedules and stuff, and I think we made it to like week four or five, and I think we had a eight or ten week season, yeah, and stuff. So we just never, we just never finished out. I can see that. I guess eventually we started kind of looking at girls too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- th- that yeah. was d- the season actually started after our big giant blood bowl season that we played oh. out. So yeah. there was a little burnout. I can see that. <laughs> and see, we've talked about the ball being randomly placed and that's part of the appeal of the game too is like you said the tiles themselves can be rearranged to different formats the balls are placed randomly the chests are placed however you want and you can put in traps you can put in monsters you can put in objects you can basically make this as dangerous and as cluttered as you want yeah and we had when we played our little league and off games there was me, my buddy Robert, my buddy Gary, and so there's three of us. So we would often have the guy that wasn't actually playing set up the dungeon, or you know, once we got into our league and stuff, we thought, okay, well, this is the home team for these guys. So we'd actually draw it out and you know, rearrange the tiles in a certain way all the time, right? And then have the other guy actually put out the chests and the teleporters and stuff like that. Yeah, we mentioned the teleporters before, but that is a nice little unique element of the game because you get to set out these teleporters either six or 12 or however many you want Mm -hmm. but then it's completely random how you come into the game or because you can choose to go into a teleporter and if you go into the teleporter number two you roll a d6 or d10 or d12 however many you have right and sometimes we had d8s yeah and you pop in at that number of teleporter so if you're on two and you rolled a two you just get lost in space. Right. And that was a that was kind of a rule we didn't like. Really? Believe it or not. We Because we, you cared about your characters and didn't no, want them to die. No, we actually made it more violent. Oh, okay. We came from a, a background that watched a lot of uh Star Trek movies where the red shirts would die somewhere on <laughs> the teleporters. And I'm being serious, this is where we kinda got this. Yeah. You know, the guys that the teleporter doesn't work right. So we did a thing where it was like a 50-50 chance. You know, one through three, they were lost in space. And four, five or six, they were dead. Because they were in space and dead. Oh, yeah. So it was, we didn't want our guys to get lost in space. Now, in the actual rules, like, just like Steve said, you can set up the teleporters however you want. You, you walk into teleporter one, you roll the dice and you pop out on 10. You, You can keep on moving. Yeah. And sometimes that stretches across the dungeon, or sometimes it sets you back the other direction. But yes, if uh, you roll the same number, you get lost in space by the rules, and then you know it takes a few days for the wizards from the College of Magic to locate you out there in the different universes, and then they pick you back up and bring you back home. Adds All- a little, adds a little fun to it, right? And also, if like as Steve was saying too, if I go walk into teleporter two and I blink over to teleporter four. And Steve's guys on Teleporter 4, 
my guy will stay on four, then his guy will blink on to will roll the dice, and he could go back to teleporter one. And that yeah. chain reaction would keep going until it stops or somebody gets lost in space. Yeah, and if you know you got, there are ways that you can get teleported more than once per turn. Because if you got a lot of them filled up and you just bounce, 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 then if you teleport more than once per turn, you actually get injured, right? Uh, by the, I can't remember if that was in the old school rules or not, but in the current by the current, current ones, yeah. And by current ones, we mean that when we played and when we looked at everything, we found a 2002 edition of rules that were set uh, up by Jervis. Yeah, uh, and now it's actually on the Games Workshop webpage, and I'll put a link on our on the boatdown.com okay. for this podcast. But that's what we went off of, and it's still the older style of rules. Because it has teams, you know, it's not LRB6 or CRP, whatever. But it's more friendly to our current thinking, put it that way. Another great thing that we enjoyed, and of course we came from the background that here's these rule books that show you that there's 40 teams in the NAF and everything. Mm-hmm. The Dungeon Bowl on the box, and it tells you inside the rules that there's all these colleges of magic. And they tell you what every team is and their makeup of every team. Yeah, exactly. And we love that. You know, we came from the background that we love the little artwork of the picture. This is the Grim Reapers, and it shows four of the guys kind of posing for a team picture, and it has a brief, you know, description of them. So, yeah, we really enjoyed that. And I mean, I just remember just carrying that box around and <laughs> at the hobby shop just looking at oh god there's this team and there's this team. Oh, the harlequins oh That's gosh so cool. i can't wait to play these guys and oh this, this i'm taking this team i call dibs and all yeah. this stuff and then even when i got it for christmas i carried it around everywhere we went so it was uh let's make sure people know how old you were you weren't five or ten. Oh no i was in uh i was probably in 10th grade and carrying a box around all the time. Not not like no, I meant the day of Christmas. <laughs> okay. I took it out to You're grandma's. You're not like Linus carrying it around with No, no, no. I didn't take it to school and suck <laughs> my thumb and have uh, it my, my arm. I did that privately. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Christmas day though, I took it everywhere we went because I also was wanting to read the rules and really get a feel of the game. I remember going out to actually my grandparents and uh setting up the dungeon tiles and trying to play myself in a game just That's to get cool. the feel of it. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, a lot of variations to it, which a lot of people have really gone far and above on their customizations. Yeah, the, um, oh gosh, I wish I could remember it. There's some guys. I mean, even, uh, we know locally Adam and the guys up in Tulsa. Right, they're running in Dungeon Bowl. They did a Tol- Dungeon Bowl one. They sent us some pictures, and it's really nice looking. I think it's the guys up in Seattle or Washington area that run the Rat City Rumble. I think so, yeah. I think they have a version. I, I found oh, okay. a, a version of like their Dungeon Bowl tournament, and mm-hmm. they do stuff where if it's the right set of rules, and I, I, I'll relook for them, and I'll also link them on our page in case somebody wants to play this. But they do stuff like I think every turn you roll a d6 and something can happen, and it's like dungeon collapses or an earthquake Jeez. or a pipe break, so gas runs into the room, so people have a hard <laughs> time like seeing, so they can't sprint or something like that. I mean. Or go for it. Yeah. And um, so they have a lot of variations on it, and it sounded really fun. It's just you'd have to really dedicate yourself to remembering the rules and stuff. The more you put into it, the more frustrating it is when you forget. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know I saw some people online who just had tables and tables full of tiles and, you know, posts and stuff that they made to make really elaborate dungeons. 
Oh yeah, if you wanted to get into this and oh gosh, I mean it's, it's endless with the dungeons. Yeah, we even had stuff where it was a room separate that you had to teleport to a, a room because there was no other way to get to that room. Yeah, find the ball and then teleport out. So that's awesome. Yeah, so I mean it was a it was a blast. It was a game that if my buddies and stuff would have continued wanting to play, I would have uh, I could have played that forever. <laughs> it looks like the new game's gonna. Be a lot of fun, actually. Because talking about the video game, mm-hmm. the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't own a current copy of the Blood Bowl game because my computer can't handle it. Right, it, it runs but super slow, so I don't have it. So I'm hoping either I get an upgraded computer, <laughs> or I hope that I can run this one on my computer. Yeah. If not, I'll get it, and you can watch. I can. Yes, I love to watch. <laughs> or we can play. Uh, Hot seat, I guess. Uh, I love some hot seat. <laughs> um, let's see, any other rules about Dungeon Bowl that we're forgetting? Um, let's see. I'm just going to look over here uh, of Jer- Jervis's uh, latest set rule set and stuff. And this document that he he has out there is on Games Workshop webpage, but they also come with tiles. So if you wanted to go to Kinko's or wherever and print off your colored tiles, you could cut these out and play, you know, in minutes. Um, we talked about the teleporters. You can, I don't know why you would do this too often, but you can actually throw balls off the wall. You can yeah. ricochet them off the wall. You can only throw up to a short pass because the ceilings are low. And oh, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, that's something, um, injured players since, you know, that it goes by with just first one to score one turn, you get a magic sponge so you can, recover a guy out on the field if somebody gets knocked out instead of removing him from the pitch or the dungeon you can use a magic sponge right then yeah and it heals them so they can stay in the game um i guess we should have talked about that starting the game you only have six players oh yeah that's a good point you might want to tell people how to actually play and i think this is different from when with second edition i could have swore second edition started with six players but it was one per tile because it came with six tiles. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong on that. But I know in the current version that Jervis says here, all six players start off on the end zone tile, and you're going towards the other end zone. And, and then, just to let people know, when you actually make your team, you don't have to have 11 players because you're only required to have six people, right? I don't know if this I, – I think this standard team build is still required. I well, thought I thought he mentioned that. Oh, then – you don't need cheerleaders. You don't need... Sarge you, lied to me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's okay. I could be wrong. He, he might be right. I didn't look at it that close. I was just trying to make... And that's I, another I thing. The rules, are, the rules are good, but they're not great. Yeah, you better sit down with your buddies or if you're going to start a league or just some games and clarify what your rules Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Um, Determine what's best for your league and your friends and then go at it. Um, there's some optional rules that we did not use... Oh, let's let's go back to starting off. You have yeah. six players. They're in the end zone, and you're going towards the other end zone. Every turn, you can teleport a guy in mm-hmm. at any time during your, as long as it's still your active turn. So you just start teleporting guys in, and you don't have to stop when you get to eleven. Right. So if you did want to take a whole halfling team of sixteen guys, oh yeah, you could take goblins out the wazoo and just have a whole sixteen goblins in there scurrying around. But it's going to take. 10 turns to get all of them in there. And by Which then, the game probably won't happen. Although, you know, I know when 
as you'll hear, one of our games went really fast. Um, but also some of the games, you know, when you have to look at six different chests and the balls in the last one, it can take a while to get to. Mm-hmm. Especially when everybody knows where the ball is. Oh, yeah. They're getting guys there. In uh, these rules include uh you know falling into pit traps you can push guys into pit traps you can push them off ledges we yeah. did not use those we used just the basic chests and teleporters to get used to it you know if we give this a try again we might try some of these other rules right. you can jump over things i believe in dungeon bolt everybody kind of gets like a pseudo leap type thing where they can leap yeah, over they do. traps and stuff and i know in the old dungeon bowl it was definitely that way. You know, obviously elves were could leap better than dwarves because it was agility based. Um, then there's some like statues, uh, idols, thrones, and fountains. I don't know how those necessarily work. I'm sure if you block people into them, it hurts them or something like that. I don't know if they do, but I know that if you try to throw a pass over them, they could conceivably hit that's the right. object. If you roll a one and, and hit the object, over. okay. I think that's maybe the, the rules with that. And then there's wandering, lurking monsters. It's always and fun. There was some optional rules for this in the second edition. I don't know if it was actually in the core rule book or if it was like a white dwarf, and, yeah. you know, extra rules that you wanted to use. But um, there's lurking monsters. So you could have a giant spider, scorpion, hydra, manticore, dragon, or a demon. Or like the rules say, just anything you want. You just have to make your own stats and stuff. Right, exactly. Which, you know, we, Scott and I, both played Heroclix before, uh, before Dungeon Bowl or getting into Blood Bowl. And then even before that, we got into Mage Knight. Mm -hmm. And Mage Knight had sort of the similar thing. You'd find a... Now, the version of Mage Knight you're talking about is Mage Knight Dungeons. Oh, is it? Right. Oh, okay. Where you had the dungeon tiles Mm -hmm. and the little treasure chests? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and those treasure chests, those you had to actually spin a dial to randomize it. And then when you open it up, you can either have treasure or there could be traps Mm -hmm. or monsters, I think. Yeah, it would summon some creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if you wanted to, you could do the same thing with this. Instead of just having explosions in the chest, you can say, okay, well, there's even magic items if you wanted to just throw some fluff in. Oh, well, you have the cards from the, yeah. the LRB. We'll just make them so, up. Yeah. And then you, or you could put in monsters or any type of trap you want. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of little fun variations you can do to it. Well, just, just like regular Blood Bowl, spe- it's as fun as you... That's as fun as you make it. Right. And um, it's funny you mentioned Dungeons because when that game came out and that variant of Mage Knight, the Dungeon side of it, I loved it because it reminded me of Dungeon Bowl. Yeah, it was that. very similar. You, you, you Small tiles, you make up your own dungeon, you <laughs> crawl through there. Yeah, you, playing Dungeon Bowl reminded me of that. So, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So. Uh, very cool. Very cool game. I, we've never used the lurking monsters. Uh, even back when we played second edition, we never used it. You know, we toyed around with the idea, but we never actually tried it. So, yeah, it seems like it would be kind of annoying just to have something else running around trying to kill you. It would definitely be better if you had a third party doing it. Yeah. So, but even then it might just add to the time, but you know, if they were in like a trap or something to where they immediately made a block against you, then that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, just different things to do. I mean, that's in general how Dungeon Bowl's played, and you know, a little bit of history of it, a little bit of history of the actual colleges and everything. There's a lot more out there. I tell you, there's different rules. There's different. <laughs> there's tons of variations. Everything's out there. Well, and if if you are going to play this game, 
and get into this. There's the D and D tiles. They they sell D and D tiles so you can mm-hmm. have like dungeon crawl or whatever. You know, make your own map. And there's another company that makes them too. That's a little bit cheaper. I can't remember the company, but yeah, so it's your local uh, probably hobby store. Hobby store where you, ever you buy role playing games, you know, there's some other tiles out there. But you can print it off. You can have map paper. Yeah, you could draw it yourself. Whatever. Yeah, have your hexagon maps or whatever. It, it's really cool. Uh, I'd say everybody ought to at least give it a try once. To me, I see it. It's a way to play Dungeon Bowl quicker. Not Dungeon Bowl. Sorry, we just keep getting confused back and forth to me i see it as a way to play blood bowl just a little bit quicker sometimes Mm -hmm. if you didn't want to sit down for a two or three hour match you can set up a dungeon bowl pretty quick and play it yeah and get your little kick in yeah as you guys will hear here in a little bit we play two games in the same amount of time we usually play one blood bowl game and even then i think it'd be great for a shop because you know if you have a tournament at a league a league at a shop or something with Dungeon Bowl, then you could have the different tiles, the different terrain, and all that there, and then just get together when you can and play it. Seems like it'd be really good for that. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have to commit a whole lot of time, or or you could get multiple games in it. Yeah, I think so. that's more the main thing. I think I brought yeah, I brought that up in game night too, but whatever. Yeah, I still think it's a good idea. That's the problem with the recording game night uh, <laughs> in the past because now yeah. it's the f- present. And again, they'll be hearing it in the future. Yeah. But anything um, else? Just we like I said, we we, we really loved the team, the chaos pack type teams. Um, one of the ones I enjoyed the most, and I just thought it was a great variation. And when we, after we tried our Dungeon Bowl League, and we decided we didn't want to play that anymore, and we were going to try our second season of Blood Bowl, we actually brought a few of the Dungeon Bowl teams over. Oh, that's cool. Uh, one of them that sticks out was Green Destroyers. Jeez. Back in the day, there was not a. It was all orcs. You just played orcs. You didn't okay. have a troll on the orc team. You didn't have goblins on the orc team. So it was such a cool thing to have orcs, trolls, and goblins, and multiple goblins yeah. on a, a team. And they were called the Green Destroyers. I just thought that was just a cool little gimmick. And I, I brought that team over when we played our second season of Blood Bowl, which was a smaller season. And, you know, as Steve knows in our fluff league, when you get a chance to play a game for charity and earn some extra points, star player points, you play the green all stars. Mm-hmm. Well, Mister Bad, the goblin with three strength. Yeah. In in our old league, he was a goblin that actually earned extra strength <laughs> via because he was on the green destroyers oh, team. That's cool. And it's it's not a big deal now because the orc teams now can have up to four goblins, can have a troll, so. It doesn't look so much like that, but I guess they got that from Dungeon Bowl because Sounds that's like where it. the Green Destroyers exactly were. You know, they had a, more than one or two goblins. Yeah. They had their one troll, so it was very cool. And that's one of my most memorable things coming from Dungeon Bowl. I mean, I know it means nothing to really anybody <laughs> else, but it's, it's just awesome. That's cool. Well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up for now, and you should be hearing what we actually thought about playing the game in game night coming Go play some Dungeon Bowl. Yeah, definitely play. Yeah, give it a shot. You'll like it. And if not, buy the Computer Edition from Cyanide coming out soon. Yeah, you'll love that too. It looks, yeah. really, it looks really cool. Anyways, we'll talk to you more here in a second. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a rat ogre for the Cave and Blight Grace. This is Both Down. 
And now, game night. Ben do good? Yeah, Ben did good. All right, we're back with game night. And in studio with us is our buddies, Alan. Hey, what's up? That's all you got? That's all I've got. That's all he brings to the Dude, table. we're worldwide. That's all you got? You said to say hey. I said hey. All right. And we also got our buddy Sarge. I am acknowledging my introduction. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what we told him to do. And unfortunately, Steve is still with me. As they can tell. I would hope. I hope so, too. Yeah. So uh, we got together tonight because we're not just both down, but we're all down tonight to play some Dungeon Bowl. Old school. Go so back to the day. Me and Steve broke out our old second edition Dungeon Bowl copies so we could use the boards and stuff. And then we downloaded, I guess, what is considered the is semi-latest the, rules of Dungeon Bowl. Not the updated. latest, but it's the 2002 version that Jarvis worked on. Okay. And that's what we downloaded from Games Workshop yeah. uh, webpage. Mm-hmm. And, um, it appears to be the one that they're using for the on- the new game, too. Awesome. Similar, anyways. So uh, we got together, and we decided to, a couple of days ago, we actually decided to randomize some Colleges of Magic so we could all have a couple of teams each. And we got together and played a couple of games of yeah. Dungeon Bowl, and some went longer <laughs> than others. Some went really fast. So we're here tonight to actually just uh, kind of talk about our thoughts on Dungeon Bowl and see if we had fun. Because this is the first time we've any of us have played. That's a lie. How about you? Not Except you. me. Yeah. I, yeah, we used to actually try, we tried to run a league back. But have you played with these rules? With these rules, no. Okay. Okay, so there is a, if you come from the old school Dungeon Bowl with the doors and all that stuff, we just used the exploding uh, treasure chests. We didn't use any of the pit traps or anything. We just want to keep it basic for the first time. Yeah. And there's no rules for the little doors and stuff that came with the box set of second edition. So, but... We did use the updated rosters, and we had a lot of fun, actually. For yeah. uh, It's different. Yeah, it's definitely different. A lot more random. You play to the first person scores wins, so some games can last, what, three turns, Alan? Yes, <laughs> it was three turns. Three turns, and other turn other games can last uh, quite a long time until the Skaven and Dark Elf Blitzers run over your face. Speed definitely seems to be right, nice. Sarge? I'm sorry? And, and the Skaven and the Dark Elf Blitzers run over your face, right? Yeah, that that was my favorite part, the uh, the me winning. Yeah. <sighs> it definitely seemed, played a couple games, speed is nice. Just being able to get out there, mm-hmm. get to the ball, grab it, and run. Absolutely. So is luck. Luck is nice. I think <laughs> luck is probably the more important factor. Yes. So what do you guys think of it? <clears throat> I mean, coming from a background that y'all have never played this before, and you've played Blood Bowl plenty. I mean, you've played... Regular seasons and everything else, tournaments. Uh, my my favorite part is it brings in a lot of our home league type stuff that we enjoy, or at least I enjoy a lot of, which is the uh, the the randomness that we already use with our skills and things. Uh, I love that part of the game, and then this had a lot of randomness when it comes to you know the where the ball was or where you're going to teleport, things like that. So I loved that part of it. How about you, Sarge? I I'm with Alan. I actually I really enjoyed the uh, the chaotic nature of it. Um, it was a lot different than I imagined it would be. Uh, I don't know why, but for some reason in my head, it was much closer quarters. More yeah. narrow hallways, less... I was thinking that too, but I think that might just be because we played actually using the tiles that came with the board game. Yeah. So those were kind of more open. Now, of course, you can make the game as 
detailed as you want. But yeah, with us, it was a little bit more open. So I actually threw a pass, which I didn't think I would. And yeah, I don't want to talk I, I threw about a pass it. in my first game, too, and it actually got me the win. Man, that's what, that was my downfall in both games. <laughs> <laughs> so Alan sits here at 0 2. <laughs> well, just to clarify with people out there, the, the rules that we are playing by, they actually come with uh, Dungeon Bowl tiles that if you wanted to print off and cut out and stuff yourself, and I'll link that also on our webpage, you know, at com, so you can go uh, download it and print it off if you want. But, yes, we use the tiles that were all rectangular tiles. Mm-hmm. We kind of used a real basic format for this first time to get used to it. But, yes, there was a lot of little corridors and stuff, and it's... Uh, Got jumbled up pretty quick. I think our favorite part was probably the teleporters. Just being able to come in at any yeah, point. Yeah, when they work for you. Or <laughs> even when they don't. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of times where, you know, like Alan was just like, okay, well, there's three people on a teleporter pad. I'm just going to run somebody else in and see if I can't screw somebody up. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's my normal gameplay anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even in Blood Bowl. Just and it didn't work again. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> in our game against me and Alan's playing, he's like, well, this is probably stupid. And that's when that's when I, Alan's at his best. <laughs> that is Alan's motto. It is true. And it's either going to be chaotic and funny and it's going to hurt you bad or he's going to screw himself. Somehow. We should we should put that on his tombstone. Yes, Alan, it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably a bad idea. Last words. <laughs> yes. I'm going to make a blitz and attempt to try to get into one of those teleporters that are right next to you. <laughs> Worked a couple of times, though. Not, not for as you. Far as, no, not <laughs> as far as that goes with me, no. <laughs> I think it worked for Sarge on your second game, didn't it? Oh, yeah. There there was a beautiful time when uh, I think he had the ball. and I, Scott? Yes. Um, and I teleported two people, one right after another, just like right next to him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was he, beautiful. Yes, he, he ran into a teleporter. It's like he said, I'd like to go forward like six spaces without moving six spaces. So he walked into this teleporter and boop, right over there. Went through three walls the other side. It was perfect. Yeah, the, the game that Alan doesn't want to talk about. Um, well, let's, you want to just go over the matchups it. real quick? Oh, I guess we could. Sure. All right. And uh, sticking to the uh, the fluff theme or the history of the game, like I said, we took different colleges of magic randomly, and then we built our teams and stuff. So we... Just for fun, I think me and Steve actually used the team's names that came with Dungeon Bowl, but yeah. I've adapted all these to to that as well. Uh, so we had the uh, Amber Wizards, which was the Stormbolts, and they versed the uh, Doom Forgers. That was me and Sarge's uh, game number two. It didn't matter how we talk about this, but yeah. um, my team was the uh, the Doom Forgers was uh, dwarves, halflings, and some Norse. So I went kind of. A crazy, I hope to smash your face until there's nobody <laughs> left in the dungeon and then maybe win with a halfling. I took the uh, Wolf Runners and Just Dwarf Blockers, and that didn't bode so well. And Sarge, your team was? Uh, my team was uh, Dark Elves, Orcs, and Skaven. And uh, since the Orc linemen are cheaper, I maxed out on those. Um, actually had very few Dark Elves. Uh, took a couple of gutter runners for my Skaven for the speed. My my initial plan was to uh, pop them in and immediately be able to get a chest because, you know, pretty much no matter where I came in, there was going to be a chest within nine squares, I and mean, that's the beauty of gutter runners' movement. Uh, however, the ball was found before they came in, so uh, <laughs> once they came in, they were kind of useless. Yeah, but they were a threat because at any point I knew that I couldn't really 
totally get away without a gutter runner going to be on my butt. So. That's true. Well, they were a bigger threat to you since you had halflings. Had you had all three strengthers, <laughs> you, you probably wouldn't have been so scared. Yeah, maybe so. And just to make sure everybody knows, too, Dungeon Bowl teams, if you use the teams from the Colleges of Magic, they really encourage using mixed-race teams, and they're not normal, like the Chaos Pack type uh, mixed-race type teams. Uh, there's a main race, a secondary race, and a... Is it tight? Tertiary. Tertiary. I knew I was close enough. Terrarium. Oh, third race. Terrarium. race. And I have a college degree, everybody. So, yes, you can have your main race. You can have whatever, however many positions and players you want. But the secondary race is zero through six. And then the third race is zero to two positionals. So. Yeah. We just want to make that clear so everybody knew what we were talking about with these crazy race teams. We would have already told them. You don't know that. I'm just saying. We might forget. That's true. That's in the intro <laughs> that we haven't filmed yet because it's in the future. We don't but, film anything because we just record. <laughs> in my mind, this is all on video <laughs> somewhere. Should. That would be awesome. You this video. is kind of like the old Howard Stern show on E. Oh, we could get some cameras in here, do That'd a live awesome. stream. That's Nobody cool. wants to see you too. I know. I think it'd be awesome. Well, Alan be. wants to watch us. <laughs> I just would be randomly <laughs> inside here somewhere just to show what up. Is, what is that? Cam roulette or whatever? Oh, chat roulette. Chat roulette. Chat roulette. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch somebody, chatroulette.com. No. <laughs> there will not be a link to that on our webpage. Um, so then the other matchup that was played during that round was the uh, Dark Wizards, or the Black Widows, versus the uh, Jade Wizards, I think they were. The Green Destroyers? The Green Destroyers, yes. yes. That was my team. Which yes. is one of my favorite teams coming out of Dungeon Bowl. Which I had two trolls. Um, hmm. My other teams were goblins and orcs. Which is now what a standard orc team is. <clears throat> Pretty much. But back in second edition, this was so different because you could have the trolls with the with the orcs and, and the extra goblins. So. Well, I took the fun goblins. not the, I took the pogo, pogo, the chainsaw, and the bombardier, which came in handy. Yes. <laughs> Because he had hands, yeah. I didn't expect him, to, <laughs> yes, to be able to pick. Did up the you ball. use the secret weapon rules right? After every time you use them, you check to see if you get caught. What? 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 Yeah, that's what I thought. Every I thought, time you use the secret weapon, you have to roll, and I think it's on a one. They get I didn't caught. see that in here. It's in there somewhere. Okay. You can tell we Apparently haven't not. <laughs> studied the rules everywhere, but Alan, we, we're just in a hurry to play, right? Well, we downloaded the rules a couple of days ago. And nobody really paid attention to no. all the stuff. We had to. Uh, look back on our four pages of rules by <laughs> Jervis. As Alan is currently doing. Yeah, look at that. I don't see anything like that right now. I, I thought it was in there. It could be wrong. That might have been in that second, the newer There, there was two different versions that, of it. So you're yeah, right. we did it's find some... Official. Yeah, we found some newer rules, which we just decided not to go with because the new game coming out sticks more closely to these. So that might be where you're getting it. And I just assumed since it was, uh, you know, those that type of player, you know, what yeah. it was... Why don't, but, you, why don't you talk about that? What was your Green team made out of? Black uh, my, Widows. The Black Widows were uh, made out of the undead, uh, dark elves, and trolls. And I just stocked up mostly on as much big guys as I could, really. Yeah. And just I was trying to just stop up places, really. And really, you just got unlucky. <laughs> yes. The first chest I go to, which is like right in front of my dugout, bam, ball. Pick it up with my bombardier. And then the two plays later... I had a pogo guy bounce in. He's at a teleporter right by your end zone. Mm-hmm. Throw to him, mm-hmm. jumps in. 
And see, I think it was all just my fault for not going after him first instead of trying to plug up the hole. Yeah, probably should have. You no, know, the leap, I couldn't stop the leap. There was just no way. Leap's dangerous if it works. True, true. And it also helped you that you, you know, your team, you brought in some rerolls with you. Yeah. I, I, oh, I definitely. I was very low value, so. I just chose on both my teams that I created, no rerolls. I just wanted to come in there and play with as many people as I could to just to see what it was like. I think in the future we might make our teams a little bit different, but yeah, that game went three turns. Alan got two turns. So yes. Okay, I stand corrected. I can't officially find that little thing. So it might have been on those tweaked rules that we yeah. contemplated yeah. using. So, But yeah, so that was a lot of fun. So that was the three-turn game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not much to say. Uh, Bombardier finds ball, grabs ball. Next turn, Pogo Guy comes in, Bombardier moves. Just, and the next turn, Bombardier throws to Pogo Guy, goes off the teleporter, makes a leap, goes for it twice, gets in the end zone. But that's the beauty of the Dungeon Bowl is you can play... I mean, we play two games in the time that normally we sit around and talk and play right. one game. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the other side of... We actually kind of made this little bracket in case we get together and have another guy's night so we can finish this like a tournament. Because everything we do has to be a tournament, right? I'm sorry, who who made the bracket? <laughs> that would be Sarge. Thank you. He, These he, guys just want to play. Like, who's the anal one? Excuse me? <laughs> I, I drew four lines on a piece of paper. Give <laughs> me credit. <laughs> I want the recognition. I don't so, think I, it doesn't matter with me. Y'all can have the guy's night after me because I think it's the bracket work with uh, yeah, one you're monster not invited out. to guys' night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm glad we included you on <laughs> our uh, yes on our uh, future challenge. <laughs> we just kick him out of the podcast now too. Okay, you're, you're done. done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, on the other side of the bracket or the other round we played of uh, Dungeon Bowl, we had the uh, Gray Wizards, the Gray Shadows versus the Celestial Comets. Which is the Celestial Wizards? What is it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hold on. Would I have Jade and Celestial? Uh, yeah, on. that's right. Because it was a dumb name. Is it Jade? Oh. <laughs> I had Celestial. Oh, they are Celestial Wizards. This is Celestial Wizards, yeah. So. But, um, so yeah, that's mainly an elf team. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. I don't remember it. I don't, I don't remember our first game. Uh, what the hell happened? Well, first off, Jeez, before I uh, you guys are <laughs> before I go into uh, what I did with the Gray Wizards, I have to say, Steve, that I am uh, very disappointed in you that you were handed the Celestial Wizards and you did not make a My Little Pony reference with your team name. Oh. It's, I could have, but I just went off the straight names in the Dungeon Bowl. They already that, had let's names. Let's reveal this right now, even though we're probably going li- <laughs> to lose listeners on both down. We have two bronies in here. Um, I don't know there what you're talking about. There's grown men who love the My Little Pony cartoon. So. I'm not ashamed. I am a veteran of two foreign wars. I have killed men with my bare hands. Rarity is the best pony. <laughs> well, who is? Rarity. No, it's Pinkie Pie, but that's fine. <laughs> it's a good show. Oh, goodness. What? It might be a good show, but it should be a good show for my daughter, who's five. It is. It's also yeah. a good show and for Al- us. And Alan's gay son, who's yeah. six, wow. five. Bringing that in. No. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Alan. We still love him. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so the Great wow. Wizards, I, uh, I took the uh, the big guy uh, <laughs> He's mad. method. Are you mad? No. Oh, okay. He's just sad that his son's gay. No. <laughs> No, he is five. He is normal. 
He's just fine. <laughs> hey, does he watch My Little Pony? No. Oh, then he's not gay. No. Oh. No, he does not. He just has sisters. That's all it is. <laughs> That's a big thing, yeah. Yeah, he has no, he has no male role models in his house. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Wow, Bernal Allen. <laughs> I lost two times tonight. Leave me alone. Welcome to Pick on Allen Night. <laughs> He'll be at Chaos Cup, folks. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, Extreme wants you to play Chaos Pact. He does. That's it. You're playing it. The 40 Minus have played every race except Chaos Pact. Um, the decision might already be made, so... Oh, okay. Well, we'll get into that later, then. I don't even know if we're going to get up to it on this episode. We might not. Because I, I, I still have, like, 30 days to turn in my roster. That's true. So... I'm close to deciding. Okay. But everybody out there was weak on their voting. Very weak. So weak. I voted. Yeah, weak. <laughs> See? <laughs> Goes again. Go ahead. What were we oh. talking about? The Gray <laughs> Wizards. Gray and Celestial. <laughs> uh, gray Wizards. I went with the, the big guy theory. I, uh, the team is humans, chaos, and ogres. I um, took two ogres... Two Chaos Warriors, two Beastmen, Minotaur, and then filled out the rest of the roster with Human Blitzers. Um, and had the ball been found early, I would have dominated. I, I was dominating early. Oh, yeah. uh, however, uh, since he, since you know my roster was so expensive, uh, I didn't have that many people. It didn't take long for him to have over but, double my yeah, it people. T- and it took a long time. We got to the sixth one before. Yeah. We knew where the ball was. And by that time, I had long since <clears throat> run out of people to place on the field. And oh, yeah. hadn't. So I had Tree Man, which I guess is a race back then. But I just took one. Mm-hmm. That was my tertiary. My secondary was, I believe, Wood Elf. So I took a couple of War Dancers. And then I had High Elf. So I had um, just a couple of Catchers and then Linemen. Right. So I had a lot of speed. Your High Elves were actually your main race. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I had a lot of speed. The lowest besides the tree man was seven. And then my four positionals were eight. Mm-hmm. And th- two of them had sprint. So Jeez. I was able to move around the field pretty good. And I had a couple of re-rolls, so it helped. But yeah, it took forever to find the damn ball. Just kept going to a chest. Boom, explosion. Go to a chest. Boom, explosion. Go to a teleporter. Bam, tree's gone. <laughs> Boom, explosion. <laughs> lost <laughs> Essentially, in space. Yeah, the, the lost, I lost the tree in the, the teleporter. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Dungeon Bowl, what we're talking about is you have teleporters. You start off with six they're guys. They're familiar with Dungeon Bowl. No, they're not. Not everybody. Well, they just heard the other segment. But we didn't. This is. We don't know. <laughs> okay, we might fine. change our mind. Quentin Tarantino is directing this podcast. It's being shot entirely out of order. It makes no sense whatsoever. That's right. Okay, yes. Maybe somebody's just hearing this segment. Maybe they're walking into their buddy's office in South Africa. (laughs) What are you you listening to? We have listeners in South Africa. (laughs) What are you listening to? It's a show called The Boat Down. You like it? It's it's pretty good, except the one guy's a brony. He's such a gay one. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that's Scott's non-committal a foreign accent. <laughs> I'm a little bit of everything. Is it Asian? Is it Irish? Is it South American? Is it South African? We don't know. No. Um, there's teleporters, and you roll a six. We use six six teleporters as you start with six men on the field. Or in the dungeon, and then one can come in every turn. 
And if the teleporters, if they zip to another teleporter, they can almost kind of like bounce around. Mm -hmm. And um, if you, let's say you move a guy into a teleporter and he, let's say he's moving on to square three, teleporter three, and you roll a six-sided dice and it's a three again. If you go back to the same teleporter, you're lost in space and you're out of the game until your uh, coach can find you out in the netherworld or wherever you're at. Yeah. So uh, Steve lost his treatment in space. <laughs> yes. Just He's like Groot there. from Marvel. Oh, yeah. Just out there in space with the chipmunk. Yes. A racket coon, excuse me. Who's a raccoon? Rocket raccoon. <laughs> a racket coon is what I thought you said. <laughs> oh. I was thinking that was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, it's a coon racket. A racket coon. <laughs> would you like to explain what that would be? <laughs> Speaking of, we were in Tahlequah today, and there was a bakery that there was, was selling coon dog cupcakes. The hell? Um, I don't know. They weren't open, or I'd have went in there and got one. I bet they look like I bet they're the devil dog. dogs, huh? I bet they're like devil dogs. You know the chocolate? Uh, <laughs> a marine? Yes, <laughs> <Isn't that a marine? laughs> yes. The, yes. the oh, chocolate cakes, Fi. and with the cream filling in the middle. Okay. Never seen them. No, they're this big on the so east coast. Blood Bowl talk. Sorry, they're big on the east coast. My mom used to get them from Maine, mm-hmm. but they're kind of like a dry cake. Um, <laughs> so it's <and> then, horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> If only people could see your hand motions when you're doing that. It's a, it looks like this. Yeah. It's like a long, dry. It's long and black and it's filled with cream. <laughs> and it's dry. Yes. Okay. So your treatment got lost in space. Yes. But other than that, I did have a lot of people was able to knock him down. He hurt himself some. So it turned out well. It costs one movement to move on a teleporter. Why the hell was he on a teleporter? <laughs> Because he only moves two, and he came in on the teleporter. And there was an ogre uh, right next to him, so he actually oh, okay, came in okay. into a tackle zone. So, so it was, yes, I hit the guy down, moved one, and realized, okay, the ball's over there. I'm never going to get to it, so okay. I might as well teleport, and it didn't help any. No. Okay, all right, that's fair. I was but just you, thinking. But you won. Yeah, of course. You're awesome. I'm the Dungeon Bowl master, baby. So far, you are. <laughs> master, baby. <laughs> master of the babies, baby. Okay, so then the uh, other game we played was the Rainbow Wizards, the Harlequins. If you go by uh, Dungeon Bowl backstory and fluff <clears throat> and the history of versus the Blood Axes, which was what? What wizards is those? Is those? Is those? Is that like the Red Wizards? Come on, Alan. I don't know. I didn't play them. I played... Yeah, you were, that was your team. <laughs> They're the Bright Wizards. Okay. And they were uh, dwarves, humans, and some Norse once again. So I just used Norse linemen this time. And that really was to... your team, wasn't it? Huh? That really was your team, wasn't it? Yes. Why are you asking everybody else what they were? Exactly. Because <laughs> you guys also have sheets, and I wanted y'all to reference <laughs> like the sheet and like, tell me what wizards... They're, so you College forgot. of Magic... You forgot. I, yeah, I forgot okay. what college because they were the blood axes from the since I created the team. Blood angels? No, I want to say that really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I had a lot of uh, human blitzers. I tried to use the positionals with the humans, and this was my uh, better team of the two. And then I had a bunch of dwarves that were dwarf runners and a few blockers, and then just used the cheap Norse. Yeah, women. how'd that and, go for you? It worked really well, but <laughs> I don't know if it was because of random luck again. Uh, I lost a troll slayer to Lost yes. in Space. On a frenzy. 
He uh, <laughs> that was awesome. A halfling appeared right next to him, and <laughs> so he decided to hit him. Well, I frenzied onto the teleporter <laughs> and then blinked out existence. <laughs> Bloodlust. It was awesome. And then later, somehow I got the ball. I guess I found it and I threw a pass. Alan moved his guys right out of the hallway that I needed him to, or the dungeon hall, or whatever you want to say. And then it opened up some lanes for me to walk right in the middle, and I threw a, a no, short no, no. Pass. I didn't move out of the way. I was right there. You you blocked your way into there. He moved a few guys out of the way that I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> he moved a guy away from the dwarf runner that caught the ball, and then later scored two turns later. So what you're saying he is you wouldn't away. have won if Alan knew how to play. No, not that. It's just. I probably would have kept the guy on the door fronter, okay. which I'd had to blitz the guy and then free him up. But I'd had to roll more dice. But it was still fun, right? It was fun, absolutely. What was your team? It was it was the, the Harlequins. Yes, it was it was the Rainbow Wizards, the Wood Elves, Halflings, the Brony team. Yeah, and I went with the uh, the the quickness of this team instead of the uh, toughness, if I could have. But well, the elves, humans, and. Uh, yeah, the wood elves, the halflings, and humans. But yeah, you can't really do much toughness with halflings. I just filled up the uh, rest of the roster with them instead of giving myself so many any rerolls. Oh, they're so bad. But I just wanted them to put them in there for like you know tying things up, and if I needed to dodge between people, it would be no big deal. But if they're halflings, could you? No, because they're not on the roster. As I say, could you take a halfling chef? Mm, you could with inducements, but for three hundred thousand, I guess if would you it, wanted to. Would it even matter? Well, yeah, you could take someone else's rerolls. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I guess technically it's not a kickoff, but still the beginning of a game. And I guess this was the only team that actually created uh, was created. I don't think you would get it for a hundred. I don't know. Well, you're not going to get bribes for fifty. I would say that that's probably one thing about this that kind of bugs me. It's cool, but there's a ton of rules that are just left out. Like it tells you basically how to play, and it's great if you want to just make up everything else for. Yourself. Well, the alternative oh, yeah. is is go back and learn the second edition, and it has all those rules. Yeah, that does it. Yeah, yes. it, it was clearly meant for a different edition of Blood Bowl than the current. Right, one. this is all just extra fluff. And but we're talking about like locking people into walls. It doesn't mention anything about that. I think there was a version of it that that was out there that talked about it. I mean, I know the rule set we used did not talk about it. Okay. Plus, in our home league, we have that tournament, the Alcorn Cup. Yeah. Where we push people into the pyramid walls, and I think we, we might be getting our home league house rules, you know, for a spe- special tournament, confused with uh, what we think should matter. You know, we think if you get pushed in the wall, it should be like a mighty blow or something. Yeah, I would think so, but yeah, it might but just be confusing. Th- that these rules are, I think, are really made for just the simplest form of this is as close as we can get to Dungeon Bowl right now. Thought. Without a lot of effort. There's only four yeah. pages of rules. Right. And but, really, you only need the first, like, two, really. The other ones are, like, extra, extra stuff. It's pit traps and wandering monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And we didn't really do any of that, but we definitely could. I mean, there's a ton of room for just tricking this thing out. Yeah. I mean, you can... <laughs> sky's the limit, really. I mean, back when we played... <clears throat> now, I was telling you guys this, but we weren't recording. Back when we tried to run a, a league for a Dungeon Bowl, we... Had you know, we set up the dungeons totally different. Sometimes we had rooms that you couldn't get to unless you went through a teleporter to go to this room to get, you know, yeah. a treasure chest. We also tried to have home and away games, so we tried to map out the home what the home fields look like, uh-huh. and those dungeons always stayed that way. 
there was three of us playing, so we tried to get the other guy to, you know, randomly place out the the treasure chests or, you know, if you wanted to put two balls out there, you could, because it's still the first guy to score. Yeah. We've used more than six teleporters, too. Most of the time we used, you know, 10 or 12. But we had a double set of the tiles, because we had two, both of, two of us had the dungeon ball game, so, you know, we can make huge dungeons and stuff. I think that's another downfall to the game to me, or downside of the game, is having to set it up. It just takes so long to set it up, and then, because that's not something I enjoy. It's cool. I'd much rather just come to it, and it's set up already. Yeah, but that takes away what I like about it, which is the the random that you could make it. You could, it's a different game every time. Well, no, I love the, the it's a different game every time, but I'd much rather come to it where it's all done for me. Right, so you'd like to have a third party come yeah. in and set your board. <laughs> no, like I mean, random for you honestly, yes, right, because yeah, I don't... No, cool. Pours bath, I know, don't, turn on a shower, <laughs> get one glass of milk. I don't want to have to think about, you know, do I need to put this here to block them? Do I need to put this here to help me? I'd rather it much... Because that's not as random to me. I'd much rather it be equal for everybody. Because but, in theory, you could have placed the treasure chest closer to your side yeah. or whatever. Right. But of course, we don't know our sides. Well, we did that. Yeah. We did that. We, chose, we, it, we right? chose to actually set up the board, set up the the treasure chests and teleporters, and then we randomized which side we were going to be on. I think yeah. normally most people probably would just set it up to their advantage. I just don't like that part of it. Well, I know, and that's yeah. why having an extra party would be nice to set up yeah. the, the dungeon and make it funky, and then you go, wow, this is what we're playing, and mm-hmm. go with it. If I was going to play a league or something, I would say everybody pitch in a little money and go buy some of those dungeon tiles that they make for uh, Dungeons and Dragons <coughs> or something like that because they're thick. Or uh, somebody suggested Space it? Hulk, Space Hulk tiles yeah. as well, because the old Dungeon Bowl tiles are nice, but they're also small. Yeah, for smaller bases and stuff. I can see that, and you could also just draw your own if you wanted to. You easily you could, could do draw anything. Your own. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. and. Or print them off. Or... That's part of the fun. I mean, we were talking about extra rules that we could do. Like, I had a bombardier. What if I just threw the bomb into a teleporter? Ah, yes. Would it go through and come out the <laughs> other side? Would it blow up on the other side? Would it just blow up the teleporter? So if you rolled that number, you're gone? That'd be awesome. Well, I think that's a great home, home rule, at least. Yeah. yeah. It'd be kind of neat to just be able to run up to a teleporter and make a, you know, a strength check or something and try to destroy it. You know, you're basically going to hero clicks a little bit. Yeah, just I'd destroy like to stuff. Just actually, just go through the wall, like Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> Juggernaut. Yeah, just, just break the wall. Right that's, that's fine. <laughs> well, can we do that in regular Blood Bowl then? Yes. I'll there's no. There's there's you can no find wall. a wall in Blood Bowl. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna. You can go into the crowd anytime you want. <laughs> can, can I drill down <laughs> into the ground and go underneath? And as long as it's called leap on your page, sure. Yeah. <laughs> No, there, there's a lot of uh, wiggle room to make you know your own house rules or deviations of this game. So, I mean, yeah, you, anybody could do it. I highly suggest everybody at least try this. Yeah, it's definitely fun to try. And I would suggest just making, find the rules and then tailor them to your own needs. Basically. Make what's fun and what you like. So who's ready to start a league, Dungeon Bowl? Who's ready? No, oh. thank you. <laughs> Insert crickets. Yeah. The, the hardest part about, honestly, about playing this game would be, if you were playing in a league, would be uh, finding the, the perfect miniatures because there's such a mix of miniatures that you would have. You know, you know, you can buy them singly, but they would be more expensive in that way, which normally when you look for Blood Bowl figures, yeah. you get them in a team size. It also seems like it'd be weird to actually level up with people. True. Yeah. You know, t- 
what skills do you take and it'd be fun but it seems like on this game also it's more likely that you're going to end up being killed oh yeah <laughs> definitely I don't know. I don't think there was as much violence in this game as there is in regular Blood Bowl because it's... Well, if you lost some space, aren't you dead? No, no, no. No, I think it just counts as, like, badly No, hurt. just for this game. Oh. Yeah, okay. they have to, the College of Magic guys will go through space and time and they'll find you, pick you back out. However, but there's... Inspector there's, Space Time will just swoop <laughs> by and save you. <laughs> yes. Doctor Who shows up. Uh, Not, uh, the only problem was, was there is no apothecary, so that's what it was saying. It was uh, It's only got that special magic sponge thing yeah. or whatever it has, and then... The the issue was is I was talking about is that, that there's precarious situations in the other pages where if you're next to a chasm and you fall in there there's a, a large majority of chance or a, a yeah if we use spit traps die. and stuff yeah right but also if we use those we could give give apothecaries we could make it to where you know the first death doesn't count or something you know we could do well, let me throw number this of things uh, I'm the commissioner of our home league the Dragonfire League so what if all of a sudden I said we're going to have a Dungeon Bowl uh, tournament would you take your teams. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! You guys, yeah, are I actually, I, I might take the lepers. <laughs> what are they going to do? Fall? Okay, well, <laughs> take a team you cared about. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the giants. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you guys, already killed them once. You guys are vaginas. <laughs> you guys, I love my guys. I love my team. You know, I actually do like the lepers just because they're like the worst team ever. <laughs> I do not enjoy the worst them. team ever. Are, oh, that's true. The uh, the Iron Breakers. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, and dwarf A team. with dwarves. A dwarf team. How did he do that? Because he has a super hot wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that, we have noticed that uh, the bad luck in Blood Bowl is equitable to good luck in life. <laughs> okay. Does it? No comment. Does it? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty Scott bad and I luck. both have won two championships and looking at our life lives. Is my life so bad? <laughs> uh, wow. Well... Wow. Well, I lose a lot, so I like this theory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm there with you, but I don't see it. <laughs> Maybe it's backwards. Maybe we're awesome and they suck. Maybe so. I don't know. I got a wonderful wife and kids, and you have a... An awesome cat. <laughs> I have a good cat. I know. Named Cinnamon. Also got all this crap here. It's true. You can't take that with you, buddy. How do you know? You, but you can't take the cat. I've been told. <laughs> yes. I mummify the cat. This soul will go with me. If you happen, if just in case you happen to go next, you know, next week or so, we'll, we'll make sure we bury cinnamon with you. <laughs> Alive. Nice. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> I'd wow. love to do that. You, you guys really oh, wouldn't play a Dungeon Bowl like tournament? I just said I would. Okay, so me and Sarge are going to play a Dungeon Bowl tournament. I'd make a new team for it, yes. Oh, I could see you that. You are a wuss. Yeah. You are such a wuss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. The, and we're I'll taking you to chaos. Cup. That you're a wuss. <laughs> yes, I'm a wuss. Make no, the NIT everybody, rules. Everybody, come to Chaos Cup so you can face <laughs> Alan and kick his wuss's butt. He'll just give up. It's awesome. It's true. I mean, like, this will be awesome. Let's do this move. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll dodge into square six tackle zones. You got a one out of six chance. Yeah, <laughs> it's always that chance. Exactly. Right. All right. So we, we wrap up. Any final up, thoughts from anyone? No, I don't know. Thumbs up, some yeah. I say thumbs up for what it is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun for a one-off. Um, I would play I'll, league. I would play a league too, just not with my current teams. Oh yeah, I mean, I, if we I had time, that. yeah. And definitely, that's part of the problem. Is is it going to take an hour? Or is it going to take seven minutes? You know, it could take longer. Well, it take less time to play the game than it does half of you to get here. Absolutely. Well, let's look at it this way: if we had a home league and we all took two teams, we would have played one week's 
worth of games if we had a schedule tonight. Yeah. You know, in two hours. Absolutely. Yeah. This so that would, is the positive. This would work well as a game that you'd play at a shop. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you could have all the train there. People come. If it's seven minutes, it's seven minutes. You got the rest of the shop to go. And then you could do multiple games throughout the day. Yeah. So I could true. see that being a lot of fun. Yeah. I would also, if if I could change anything on it, I would have a, a maximum 16 turns. And at that point, just have a tie game. But that's just me. If it was nah. a league. If it was a league. Nah, I nah. said she'd be going. Yeah. yeah, it depends on how long it takes. I played nah. some of you guys for four hours. I don't want to play beyond that because we don't have any. This shouldn't take time. Hey, so that's your one change, Alan. If you could make one change, what would it be? Oh God, I don't know. This this has so much potential with it that just for creativity wise that I love that I don't well, see yeah, a reason just... why to change uh, other than basically the clarification on rules of walls. That's the only thing. So that's that... your one thing that you'd add is like something for the walls. Just give me something because I'd love the idea of being able to hit somebody against the wall and have something occur. I think that's cool. Yeah. How about you, Sarge? You know what? I'm going to play off your idea of having the third party come in and set it up. Yeah. Because uh, this is the only way that would work. I would love to see hidden stuff, like a hidden yeah. pit trap. Just th- this one square that looks like every other square, but the, the game master, for lack of a better word, knows that that's a pit trap. You're saying not even those oh, okay. Not even those little tiles there. Right, exactly. Nobody knows until you I'll walk over it. See. Yeah. You're and, saying you know, that. You're running walk. for the end zone, and then, oh, crap, <laughs> I'm in a pit. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Or then you could have monsters appear or just yeah. different things like uh, that. Just, you know, just ceiling collapse, arrows through the wall, Indiana Jones style, all kinds of stuff. Nice. Mm. Short round. Well, what yeah. if you... Dr. Jones! <laughs> <laughs> Building on that, what if there was a way to not even know what the next room looked like? That'd be cool. Oh. Yeah. It's like you, you play flip it, it over. Uh, Hero Quest style. Have, yeah. Like the person come in and Almost set like it up. a fog of war, yeah, you know, yeah. so... You know, you're in your dugout, and you can move out whichever direction you want, but you can't see past that tile that you go into. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that would be very cool. And then, That's know, interesting. That would be kind of cool. This is still, to me, it still falls along the lines of the creativity-wise. That I yeah. Love, yeah. Yeah. So what we're saying is we want to make the game better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's the fun of it. Dungeon Bowl 2. Which, so like look, look for Tunnel Bowl. Coming out for every pitcher I did to, to Tom at Impact Miniatures. <laughs> there we could. Tom Both bowl. down bowl. Bowl down. Bowl down? D- down below bowl. <laughs> Something. Was that a movie? Maybe. Uh, was it Fire Down Below? Fire Down Below. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's a song. I don't think I, don't I think know. we're done. Like Bruce Springsteen or something. Ah, screw, screw, screw Bruce Springsteen. So this segment has proved uh, maybe nothing for those out there listening. But Probably uh, not. I hope you enjoyed. Proved that we had fun. Yes. Then yes. Alan's a wuss and loser. And, and you can come to Chaos cool. Cup and destroy him. Yes. And then hopefully, like less than a year from now, you can come to hey. the North American Team Championship Team maybe. Championships and face Alan again and beat him up. And we're probably going to get Sarge to go too. We're going to try. This will be a neat trick. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> Next April. Uh, yeah, I don't see it happening, but maybe. Everybody should go next April. Yeah. No matter what, dude. Don't look at me like My, that. We'll see. You're going to go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I, make a I blood have pact. classes and work. You act like responsibility. I have responsibilities <laughs> to real life stuff that matter more than games. It's in Vegas, man. We can get crazy. We can get tattoos on our faces and stuff. He'll go if you make if you get a tattoo on your face. He'll probably go. Will you? If, if it's, if it's I will face. go. If you, yeah, you. I want my face tattooed on your face. Yes, <laughs> I'll think about that. Where on yeah. his face? 
the whole thing. I mean, just like one on one scale. <laughs> Okay, the beard not, and everything. I would totally <laughs> go to happen. see that happen. I don't know how that would happen, but that'd, that'd be, be awesome. That'd be some weird amalgam. <laughs> I think it would look awesome. Of course you do. You'd make out with yourself. <laughs> no, that means he's making out but with But it's me. okay. Yeah. But it's okay. Cause it's you bronies are getting into some weird stuff over here. I think the segment's over. I'd like to thank Sarge for coming aboard tonight and playing and coming on this segment. Thank you for having me. That's taken place in the past, but we'll be on a future episode is that how you're saying that somehow yes and alan yes so you can see at chaos cup can beat alan I will at be chaos there. cup hey. no you're gonna win chaos cup I'll, I'll, god that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome yes. no one would be more surprised than him <laughs> exactly <laughs> what <laughs> his wife would just wouldn't care she's like what you won okay <laughs> would she Congrats. care if you won chaos cup no she'd probably be pretty happy but she doesn't care about the games basically now <laughs> good for you it's time Way to, to go, honey. It's time to upgrade. We're going to find you a new wife. <laughs> you tell her she Wait, has... at Chaos Cup? I yes. don't think there's going to be contenders. There's girls. There's girls. Well, so they're I don't married. know if they're single. Maybe you can play their husband for the rights to them. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. If you're single and you want to go to Chicago to play in Chaos Cup and meet Alan... <laughs> Karen? You're hooking everybody up with me. Karen, the Karen, guy. No, Karen, you got a single guy in here. Karen has, what, five, six months to love Blood Bowl and love Alan for playing it, or he's going to upgrade come the Chicago Chaos Cup. Time. Wow. Alan is, without a doubt, the sexiest man in this room. Well, he's <laughs> definitely the thinnest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of all the uh, both down guys. Well, you're pretty thin, too. But you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy as well. <laughs> Dungeon Bowl. It brings out the weird. <laughs> yes, it uh, does. It's like we're kind of drunk, but we're not. Yeah. It's late. Yep. Let's call it quits. We're going to go on to another uh, segment here, and uh, we'll be back after this break. Sounds good. All right. Hello. This is JoJo. Goblin lineman for the Isle of Corscapogos. You're listening to both down. And now, behind the fluff. <laughs> okay, we welcome our guest, Pierre Marie Chavel. And, Pierre Marie, can you just tell us about yourself and what you do with the game Dungeon Bowl? Hello, so yeah, my name is Pierre-Marie. Um, I've been working at Cyanide for uh, five years now, uh, mainly on the Blood Bowl uh, franchise and uh, recently on Dungeon Bowl. I'm the lead uh, programmer and uh, co-project manager of the game. Now, have you actually played much of the tabletop Blood Bowl or tabletop Dungeon Bowl at all? Actually, I'm a total noob uh, when it <laughs> comes to... Uh, board games. Uh, That's cool. So, yeah, when I came to Cyanide, I never heard of uh, Blood Bowl before, so it was my first experience on uh, on this game. Cool. And how are you liking it? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big true. fan. Uh, Dungeon Bowl is going to be uh, self-published, uh, unlike the, the other Blood Bowl game, uh, where you had a publisher. How is this going to be different for the uh, players out there? Um... The players won't see that much difference. Uh, it's uh, mainly on our side. 
because without a publisher, we have more freedom, and uh, so it's actually easier to uh, to come in, um, yeah, to speak about the game. Uh, however, since uh, we are on our own, we have no, we have less funds, and uh, <laughs> it's a bit harder, but uh, we have more freedom. So that's always good. It's, I mean, it's, it's a little bit harder, but uh, it's more personal and easier for you to make updates and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, uh, with that being the case, I guess there would be no crossover between the old Blood Bowl game and the new one, or the Dungeon Bowl? Uh, no, we have no such plan uh, at the moment. If what we've seen from what you've released so far is correct, you appear to be basing the game off of the 2002 rule set that Jervis Johnson updated. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. And have you had to make much changes to that? Because I know that back then there were uh, different races that no longer exist. So, uh, actually, we are using uh, yeah almost one hundred percent of uh, of the documents uh, with minor uh, change uh, to the college or uh, but it's yeah so we are, yeah yeah we're using uh, almost the same uh, as that one. Very cool. Okay, so all the colleges of magic are, are they still going to have three different races per team? Yep. Awesome. That's the that's the fun part about a dungeon ball. I think is the uh, mixed race teams that you get. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Uh, I know that in um, the older uh, blood ball uh, rules, uh, you had uh, mixed mixed uh, races, and uh, with dungeon ball we can yeah now create uh, mixed teams. Uh, with different races, and yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, definitely a lot of the fun. Now, when you make the changes to the rules, were these changes, did they have to be blessed off by Games Workshop? And if so, was that kind of an easy process to do? Uh, yeah, we are very involved with uh, Games Workshop, obviously. Uh, since uh, Dungeon Ball uh, is their IP, uh, they have control uh, over everything, so we have to... Uh, to approve uh, all assets uh, of our game. Okay. That includes uh, changes to, to the rules. So, yeah, every time we we have a new, we come up with something new, we have to ask them. Uh, they send us feedbacks. And then uh, just a discussion between uh, between us. And then uh, once we're all set, uh, we can uh, integrate it uh, in the game. Okay. Now, is there a chance... Because like you, you've seen the old document, how it's printed off, and it's a complete rule set so that people know how to play. Is there going to be possibly a document like that of your guys' rules so that if people want to play maybe a tabletop version of the rule set that you have, would there be that document out there? Um, or just maybe... Uh, so what are you saying, Steve, that I... I get the game itself i enjoy it so much but me and my buddies play blood bowl at home so we want to adapt yeah. the online version something like with that the most current rules is what you're kind of getting at yeah essentially because you know with with the video game dungeon bowl since it's going to be the you know correct rule set that gw has put out or has approved anyways it would be nice to have a full breakdown of those type of rules just so that we could play tabletop games Using them, I get, I get what you're saying. More accurate rules. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, it's uh, like uh, as I said earlier, it's um, almost the same rules as uh, the PDF on the Game Workshop uh, website. Okay. So it will be included in the game. Okay. And uh, there will be a small uh, 
documentation with uh, our tweaks to the rules. Okay. So yeah, you could be able to to play with those, with those rules uh, uh, tabletop. You you say you're using those rules and stuff. Uh, is that in every component of those rules? Because I know in that document there's like wandering monsters and a lot of add-ons to uh, make the game you know even more special and unique. Uh, yeah. Awesome. No, we, no, 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 sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, we, we have those rules, but uh, we had to cut uh, uh, parts of it because we, have, uh, we had a very short uh, development cycle. Okay. So, yeah, there will be no monsters, at least at release. Okay. But there's always a chance for an update later, right? Like if sales yeah, are good and everything. Yeah, we plan to update the game uh, uh, regularly. So, yeah, okay. it but... won't come uh, on release, but maybe later. Yeah, but you're also going to get all the extra stuff like uh, passes off the walls, pit traps, and stuff like that too. Yeah, we currently we have um, uh, pits, so you can fall uh, <laughs> on traps. Uh, you can uh, use leap uh, over obstacles. Um, you can throw the ball uh, on walls. That's awesome. Sounds like it's going to be fun. Now, enough with the boring stuff, the rules and, you know, development. As to the actual fluff of the game, you know, there's a ton of teams, there's a bunch of colleges, and just a whole variety of backstory that you guys have had to kind of fill in. Now, was this done by someone at your studio, or was it done by someone with GW who kind of sent it over to you, or was it kind of a collaboration between the two? Uh, it was a collaboration with Game Shop. Uh, just like uh, Blood Bowl, uh, we had someone uh, at Cyanide uh, who wrote most of uh, most of the text uh, of the game. So uh, teams, uh, their backgrounds, player names, and uh, we used uh, teams from the first uh, edition of Dungeon Ball. So what we will have at release is uh, yeah, teams from uh, the main team uh, of, uh, of the colleges. From Games Workshop. Very cool. Now, are there going to be all, what was it, 12 teams initially? I, I believe it's 10 or 12 Colleges of uh, Magic. I think it's 12. No, not be 10, Steve. I can't remember. We yeah. played this last night. We should know. We <laughs> played the 10, tabletop. 10 colleges. <laughs> 10 colleges, okay. Yeah. Are they all going to be represented when the game is first released or just a select number? Uh, not on release. We will have a small, uh, small amount of colleges and then we will update. Uh, okay. Now, um, also, when people play, they're not required specifically to play with pre-made teams. They can create their own and uh, kind of progress through tournaments and just regular gameplay, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, however, we won't have uh, leagues uh, at release. Uh, so, basically, when you buy the game, uh, you create a multiplayer uh, account online and then you can create your team uh, using one of the of the colleges and uh, then you just have you can either go to matchmaking or challenge uh, your friends but we plan to to add uh, more leagues uh, just like blood bowl in the future very cool nice um i guess my question to you is and i don't know if you're familiar with it there's a uh Another kind of like online Blood Bowl community that uh, plays a, I would say, a less graphic version of the game. It's uh, it's called Fumble. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah, I know about it. Yes. Um, 
I know on there my biggest pet peeve maybe is if I create a team and I name that team, but somebody else has the team name the same thing as I do, I can't have that team. So I have to like change the name. So if I had the, you know, if I had the Oklahoma Badgers was my, uh, my orc team's name and somebody else already had that name, I'd have to, you know, change the spelling of my name or something like that to have it. And I was always, I didn't understand how come those team names weren't tied to like the online name or like my own personal name so I could have that same team. So I was just kind of curious if people can do that with yours or will it be similar to fumble where you can only have one unique team name out there? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I would have to, to check, but okay. I believe uh, you can have uh, same teams with the same name. So right. it should work. I was yeah cuz that that always drive me drove me crazy about fumble is that if Steve created a team like I said with the same name why isn't that you know just tied back to his account and and a lot of times you know the you know the fluff of the game comes with pre-made team names like for you know the green destroyers or the black widows for colleges and stuff so of course a lot of people who enjoy the fluff of the game want to play those specific teams so that's why, you know, there would be a lot of crossover between names. But definitely linking it to the same, you know, person rather than the unique team names probably would be best. Right. Yeah. Yep. So it was just a little pet peeve of mine when I get on there and try to make a cool team and then somebody else already has it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I thought it was unique, it's it's not because everybody thinks the same. So Now with the college management, uh, the characters do they get star player points like normal do they level up or how does that yep. work yeah just like uh blood bowl is, is there any unique skills that will be in dungeon bowl that is not in the current blood bowl game uh no okay i i didn't know if uh <laughs> games workshop like gave you all something extra like let's throw this in there just to you know even further the game no 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 <laughs> okay not yet anyways <laughs> We want GW to get, like, really excited and, you know, we want Blood Bowl everywhere. You know, we want that to be the next sport of the, the century here. Now, with this, you don't you haven't heard anything from Games Workshop about possibly doing a re-release of the tabletop game or anything? Um, no, I have no idea. Yeah. No one does, but you know, it's worth <laughs> a shot. <laughs> We're trying. We, hey, we want the video game to do gangbuster sales and stuff because, I mean... We play the video games, we play the, you know, the fumble game online, and we play the tabletop game. So any blood bowl is good blood bowl for everybody. Exactly. Know? Yeah, I think it's cool that um, that we released the blood bowl uh, as a video game because um, we see more new newcomers to the game, and they seem to enjoy it. So it's yeah. really great for the IP. Yeah, a lot of people seem to really enjoy the game, and I certainly do. Um, there's some issues that people have brought up, but. Of course, that's true of any game. I yeah. think you could say that there's a few problems with the tabletop game. Yeah, exactly. If you ask the right number of people. So, Also, another thing with Dungeon Bowl that you guys are doing, and a lot of the fun of the game, was being able to make your own dungeons. And you're including a dungeon editor, correct? Yeah. And how creative can people get with this? Can they add specific elements, or is there like a preset tiles that they have to use, or how much? Uh, the game will come with um, many different uh, props or tiles uh, to use uh, in the dungeon. 
so you cannot import uh, custom uh, tiles, but yeah, there's really a lot of uh, different tiles. And uh, actually, all of them, of the dungeon that we released on uh, on screenshots, yeah. were made uh, using the in-game uh, editor. So it's really simple, and it's really easy to use and uh, create uh, great great dungeons. And when people create these dungeons, are they limited to only using them themselves, or is there going to be a way to upload them to the community to have other people use them? Uh, you will be able to uh, upload them on uh, our server, so e everyone can uh, download uh, your dungeon, and uh, you can even uh, rate uh, rate dungeons. That is awesome. Yeah, let make it a lot easier so we don't, you know, keep pulling crappy ones, but. Well, still, that will inspire people, too, to really work hard and try to be creative. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of customization and modification, have you seen that a lot of people have gone through, say, the old Blood Bowl game and done modifications and essentially created new races and put new skins on people and added advertisements? Have you seen people do that? Uh, yeah, and uh, I think it's really cool that uh, some players go that far by modding the game. It means that they like uh, Blood Bowl, and uh, no, it's uh, really great to see uh, the, all those uh, new teams and uh, stadiums. Yeah, definitely uh, adds a lot of character to the game. Uh, do you foresee any of that happening to Dungeon Bowl? Or is it going to be harder to do that since it is more of an online experience? Um, I think it would be a bit difficult to uh, mod the game since, yeah, as you said, uh, most of the experience will be online. Is so, no. Okay. I know a lot of people have been trepidatious or hesitant in wanting to get the game because there is no single-player element. Is that possibility of one in the future, or is this solely going to be an online multiplayer experience? Um, currently, we have no plan to uh, add... Uh, Solo elements of the game. Okay. Uh, you you can still be you can uh, you still be able to do hot seat and uh, land, but uh, that's all. There's no story mode or uh, no nothing of that sort uh, like Blood Bowl. Okay, but there is hot seat. So like if you could, two people could play on the same computer, or if one person was lonely enough, they could play themselves on the same computer. Yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> use uh, hot seat to try uh, try out your dungeon or. Uh, that's good. Yeah. I think the theme here, Steve, is that people should get out and get some friends and play some Dungeon Bowl. <laughs> well, definitely. If you're going to sit at home in your basement, then you need, you need to get out anyway. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure their matchmaking service is going to be pretty good. But definitely, you know, once you guys get leagues going, then, you know, I'm sure that if we get copies of the game, then we'll be happy to host one. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Our buddies would love that. <laughs> well, and I think, too, I think, I think this is going to be really successful because – I mean, Fumble is a pretty good, you know, little video game and a way to play your Blood Bowl online and play anybody in the world. And this is going to do the same thing with better graphics. And it's a why it's still in the same type type of universe of traditional Blood Bowl. It is totally different. I mean, we yeah. we pulled out the rules and stuff and played with buddies, you know, not too long ago, and it it is crazy. I mean, crazy stuff can happen in Dungeon Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Is, yeah, um, I like uh, all the chests and uh, teleporters uh, in the game. It's it adds so much to the game. Yeah, yeah it, it it makes things wild. I mean, Steve the other night 
he went into one teleporter and popped out the total other side and the game ended in three turns and <laughs> yeah it was kind of awesome. it took longer to set up than for steve to win but i mean that's what makes dungeon ball so fun um i guess my question you were talking we were talking about dungeons and if, let's say i got online and i i just want to play steve does if we hit a random i mean would it just create a random dungeon for us right off the bat and would it place the chests and teleporters randomly or is that something we'd place out like it says in the dungeon bowl rules no you you are actually free to do uh, almost whatever you want in your dungeon uh you could even have more than uh, six uh, chests or teleporters Very cool. um, and there's also something i found i find uh, nice you can have uh, multiple end zones so let's say you create uh, a new dungeon and you place uh, four sets of uh, end zone. <laughs> uh, the teams will then randomly uh, spawn on uh, on the end zone at the start of the game. So you could design a bigger dungeon and have different experience uh, each time uh, you play it. Just to clarify, and I'm sorry, if me and Steve are playing each other, we have the option of placing our own like treasures treasure chests and teleporters wherever we wanted in the dungeon, or we could let the uh, the video game itself generate those for us randomly? There's no uh, random generation. You can uh, either okay. use uh, one of the default uh, dungeons okay. or uh, create uh, your own one okay. and use it uh, to play online. Okay, but with the multiple end zones, it would randomly generate where your team shows up. Yeah, but the end zones are already uh, fixed on the map, you know. Wow. Is every game play just one player versus another player, or is there a possibility if there was four of us that got together with multiple end zones? That no, all it's just 1v1. 1v1 uh, <laughs> right now. Okay, we, I was just curious, you know. Yeah. We almost got crazy enough to try that, but we didn't. <laughs> I, I saw uh, some uh, custom rules uh, online uh, about, uh, I think it was eight players in the dungeon. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'd be pretty wild. <laughs> Did that game ever end? <laughs> It might, it might still be going on. Well, uh, was there anything else that you haven't released or you haven't spoken too much about that you'd like to about the game to kind of generate some excitement? Um, what I can say is that the game will uh, be released at a small price, so it, it won't be like a Blood Bowl, a full price game, full right. price game. So I think it's nicer. That's good. I mean, that definitely helps with uh, getting people into the door and testing it out. And did you yeah. did you guys set a release date yet, or is that still up in the air? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. But are you still shooting for the second quarter, or possibly later in the year? Um, second. Okay. Awesome. Well, we look forward to it. Great. Well, any other questions, Scott? I think he's covered it. I know as soon as we... Uh... Get off the phone with him. I'm going to go, I should have asked him this and that. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's all the questions I have written down and stuff. I really appreciate you guys getting on here this morning and or this afternoon, I guess, for you guys this morning for us and, and giving us some of your time. I mean, our listeners are going to love this. Yeah, as our listeners can tell, they're in France and we're here in Oklahoma, so there's only a seven-hour time difference, you know. Only seven hours, right? <laughs> but the wonders <laughs> of technology allow us to communicate together. But again, yes, certainly we do appreciate it, and we'll keep in touch, and I believe we might even have a special giveaway. Oh, we're going to have a special treat? But we'll have to talk with them off the air and find out. All right, well, let's end this segment on air, yep. and then we'll talk to them off the air 
Pierre-Marie, thank you very much for, again, talking to us and giving us your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We're going to hit this uh, little segment commercial here, and then we'll be back to shout-outs. Hey, everybody. Before we get to shout-outs, looks like we've got a special guest calling in to us. That is awesome. You know who this is? It's got to be somebody high up there on the on the Blood Bowl food chain. I, I seriously doubt that. He's calling us. <laughs> hey, we're the number one Blood Bowl <laughs> podcast. So, anyways. Hey, Chaz. Hey, guys. This is Chaz. How do you spell that? Spelled C-H-A-O-S. Wait. I know what you're thinking. That spells chaos. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. So what brings you to our show? This year's Chaos Cup is just around the corner. Oh, yeah? That's coming up in September. Steve and I will be going. That much I know. No need to get snooty, Chaz. We're just trying to have a friendly chat. Anyways. Jesus, where the hell do you get off? Who do you think you are to come onto this podcast and talk to us like this? The true boss of the entire Chaos Cup organization. Yeah, right. My evil face is on all the giveaways. Sounds like you're a mascot to me. My official title may be mascot. That sounds more like it. But I prefer to think of myself as the CEO. Much like Ronald McMurdy is really the president of McMurdy's. Yeah, that's not the way it works, dumbass. But anyways, so you're here to promote Chaos Cup? That's thechaoscup.com. <laughs> okay, I'm sure everyone will go check it out. I can't believe you're the mascot, though. How did that happen? I'm the perfect mascot for the Chaos Cup. <laughs> Why? Because I don't really know which chaos got knocked up my mind. Ew, what? Don't judge, Mrs. Chaz. Well, I guess it can't be much worse than Johnny and Extreme getting it on. You ever seen that, Chaz? Bloody, sexy, disgusting, and somewhat bird-like. Was that after Chaos Cup last year? It was a crazy time. Wow, sounds like it. And that alone is worth the price of admission. Well, that's true. So, Chaos Cup, huh? Let's get back to that. Get more information at thechaoscup.com. And if they don't? I'll slice your fucking face off. (laughs) Okay, well then... Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> Guess that's a good time to call it quits. Sorry about that. No problem. See you soon at the Chaos Cup. All right, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hola, this is Speedy Gonzalez Gray. I am a gutter runner for the Skaven Black Grace. You are listening to both downs. And now, shout-outs. Well, we're back with some shout-outs. That was a very interesting little interview there. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. It was uh, interesting, but you definitely don't want to talk to him again. <laughs> no, not. I don't think so. I hope he's not actually at the Chaos Cup. Probably won't. He's just going to be on all the crap. <laughs> Speaking of, it's Chaos Cup's just like, you know, eight months away or so. That's <laughs> not, not, it's not eight. <laughs> You do math good. Without uh, giving anything away, have you uh, decided on what team you're taking yet? For sure? Uh, Still uh, up in the air? I'm pretty sure I'm taking humans. All right. I mean, it's not giving. They're better painted. They're going to be fun. And And you painted them. They're Chicago-based. And you painted them. Yeah. And it gives me a reason to kind of finish them off, detail them some. So last episode, we talked a little bit, and this is a little off base of our shout-outs, but we talked a little bit about what team should I take, and... The response why people responded, it just wasn't like anything overwhelming, and that this was kind of... Well, it's hard to tell someone what to take. Yeah, I know. I got a lot of replies of, play Chaos Dwarves, because we know you <laughs> like to have fun with that, even though I said... Yeah, but you already played them. 
I know. See, that's the thing. I don't. We don't go to enough tournaments that we want to play the same team again. I kind of do, just because I know the competition is oh, yeah. high. Um, I mean, I could take, I could take time, Asphalt, uh, based on past experience, I could take Ashfall Scorchers and win the whole thing. Yeah, and I could take Vampires and get second. Exactly. Because we did a Bugman's Bowl. <laughs> Maybe we should do it again. <laughs> I, I'm, not happening. Not a chance I'm taking Vampires to Chaos Cup. Um, so, I, you know, I still don't know what I'm going to take yet. I'm... I gotta decide soon because I will get this in. Because if you want to go to Chaos Cup and pre-register, you got to do that before what May thirty first. By the end of May to get all the goodies. To get all the goodies and stuff. Yeah, and you have so. to submit your roster, which completely understand is just kind of annoying. Now, Extreme said you should play. Uh, what was it? Chaos Pact. He wants to play Chaos Pact so he can try to play me because he's bringing the forty miners, and the, that's the only team he hasn't played with them. I know, but that means that. So even if you if you don't bring them, we're putting a call out there to everybody else. Somebody, at least one person, bring Chaos Pact to Chaos Cup. To Chaos Cup to make him happy? Yes. Because he puts up with Johnny all the time. He needs something to make him happy. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. That's a, a weird marriage there. I didn't know they were married. Well, they're, they're pretty close. They're like, they're like in a bromance or something. Wait, are we married? Yeah. We're kind, we're kind of married, too. Does that mean Three Die Blocks married? Yeah. He got a new wife. That's... Uh, how long he got an have, upgrade. He got a, him a ginger man. How long do you have to... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, how long do we have to go before we can upgrade? But oh. We can't upgrade if we're well, already since gingers. Since you own the equipment stuff, I guess I'm the one that's going to hit the bricks. Apparently. <laughs> but unfortunately, you know all the fluff, so... Kind of need you. Oh, maybe so. Um, but, yeah, so uh, there's our shout-out to the Chaos Cup. Get signed up. It's a big, huge, huge North American uh, major. Mm-hmm. It is the, I guess, the only North American, I'm sorry, U.S. major. Yes. There's also another one, the Spike Bowl, or Spike Cup, or whatever that's in Canada. And we want to make it the biggest event in North America ever, at least until the North American Team Championship next year. That's right. And, uh, you know, this is the part where I'm getting Randy. Again, feisty. Feisty. <laughs> I'm feeling uh, violent or I don't know. I feel I feel like I've had enough of uh, chance playing some rats and kicking my butt on fumble. And I'm like sick of it. And Does I it know happen often? it's happened twice now. <laughs> And, you know, like last episode, I was like, oh, I'm happy for Chance. I hope he goes on and, you know, wins it all and all this stuff. But, you know. You're a pretty good liar. Yeah, I'm a pretty good liar. <laughs> and, you know, and we got the North American Championships coming up next April. Yeah. So I think that we need to challenge those 3 dot block guys to, like, a challenge at Chaos Cup if they have the balls maybe to – Come on up to Chaos Cup. I know Chance is coming. He needs to his gra- grab Drew. His, you know, we love Drew because he's a ginger. But yeah. he needs to grab Drew. And I'm putting this challenge down right now. And we'll see if they're man enough. You know, they know all about tactics. So we'll see if they know about how to build a a team like the teams that are going to be at the North American Tournament Championships in Vegas next year. Team championships, whatever. <laughs> You're so, I, I'm feisty. You're so riled up. You don't I, know what you're doing. I'm full of rage. About. I'm like a troll slayer with a great rage. opportunity to hit a goblin. I'm silent rage. 
<laughs> okay. No. So the Ginger Rage is basically I'm, I'm, issuing a challenge to Three Die Block. For yeah. What? Because look, we're taking Alan, right? Hear me out. Yeah. We're taking Alan to Chaos Cup. Alan, you know, Alan's Alan, man. He's ready to play. He's ready to kick some butt. He's our buddy. So me, you, and Alan on a smaller scale team, because I know the the big tournament in Vegas is going to have four te- members on a team. Okay. Me, you, and Alan will take all different teams. Okay. Okay, so we're not all just going to play Norris, or we're not right. going to play humans or, or dwarves. We'll take me, Alan, and you, because I believe in you guys as people on both down, you bring Drew, Chance, you bring yourself, you bring your goblins, you bring whatever you want, and you bring another buddy. And it could be somebody from your show, it could be somebody behind the scenes, it could be some, some fan of yours. And what I want us to do, and this is what I challenge, is that at the end of the day, at the end of the tournament on Sunday, we add up all our scores. And I'm not talking about scores of individual games, but where we place the records. our records. Who has the most points? We add up team both down versus team three die block. Winner takes all. The winner gets to take over the other guys' show. What do you wait, say wait, wait. about that? Hold on. What? Dude, we got this one in the bag. Um, we have Alan on our team? <laughs> no, Alan's going to come through, man. <laughs> yeah. you got to have faith, brother. Okay. Well, no, uh, I know I, 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 know I, I jumped his butt. I, I banged I, his balls on the on this other segment. I teased him. I have faith, full faith in Alan. We are going to do this. If you're taking humans, I don't care. You're going to do this. I'm Tom not- Rummery won Chaos Cup with his human team. Who knows? You could be the next guy. Brutal okay, Force won it. Well, they're, in the, they're in the fluff books, man. Brutal Force did it, so you can do it. I, well, that's fine and all. Hey. I'm not wanting to give up the show. Come on. Have faith in me. <laughs> it's... Come on. Ginger badges don't care. Fine. Ginger badges don't care. God damn it. <laughs> I, so, can't, I can't refute that logic. So you you boys over at 3 Die Block, when you're breaking down the... Well, Wait, so are we going to be like 3 Die Block presents both down? Or... Uh, we're going to be... <laughs> what, do we just take it over for well, a we take month, it over, or just take it over completely? Well, we'll work all that out. Let's just challenge him. I'm going to tweet about it all weekend. <laughs> and, you know, we're not okay. going to... If we face each other during the rounds, and it just happens to happen that way, hey, great. That's just a bonus, you know? If if I'm facing Chance in the finals at Chaos Cup, <laughs> and it gives us more points for our team, that's fine. I'm I'm happy with that. Okay, I we so just challenge these uh, guys. It's a both down showdown, or a, a three die brawl <laughs> call fall. I don't know. I don't well, know how to rhyme. Well, first there. they're going to have to answer our call and see if they're willing to like team challenge versus team challenge. This is one way that we can yeah, promote I'm, the Chaos Cup. We can promote everything on Twitter. We can take over a podcast. We can promote the the big event next. Uh, you know, in April. Las Vegas in April. We can do it all. Brother? Yeah, I, I foresee them going, yeah, sure, we'll take that challenge and we'll take Dude, over your we, show. we deal with random skills in our league. They can't handle that. Which means we don't know how to make a good team. No, 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 no. <laughs> you won Bugman's, brother. Yeah, I did. I came in second with Vampires. Yeah, I trust me. Huh? I said I trust me. Right, see? Um, we got this. We got this. We have Alan. Uh, He's the wild card. <laughs> yes, he is. He's the wild card. He, he has the balls to play vampires like five seasons in a row in our home league. Jesus. 
We got okay. this one. Well, so, three that um, block. We got a challenge. The both down throwdown. I'm sure we'll be eagerly anticipating their response. We're going to beat you guys so bad. Oh, I hope God. Because we got Fluff on our side. We got Nuffle. Yeah, we'll have to get something Nuffle related. Yeah, he's going to be there for us. He's going to like show up in a little suit, and he's going to be like, Hey, dudes, so you guys we, remember me. Can we, uh, what? We're going to hire some guy to be Nuffle. Because okay. <laughs> I was thinking of something else entirely and kind of not paying attention to what you were saying, and then it all hit me at once, and that made no sense. <laughs> I might have to dress up one of my daughters oh. as Nuffle. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I was going to say we could always hire a midget and then sacrifice him as a halfling. That would be awesome. I'm pretty sure midgets don't have souls. No, they can't. So it's good to you just trust them as a halfling, and here you go. And if you're a, uh, what do I want to say, a uh, vertically person. challenged person, and you love our show, is just a joke on that midget <laughs> joke. Hey, we get told gingers don't have souls all the time. I know, and so our backfire is. That's is why like, I bought one. Yeah. Did you buy one? Yeah, my, my Kia soul. Ah. Yeah, me and nice. Johnny are soul brothers. Yeah, we're going to take that cast cup to just wreak havoc and revenge and beat up everybody. Gingermobile. The way I look at it this way, and I know I'm going to regret this because I'll probably play extreme in the 40 minors, <laughs> but I beat extreme last year, so technically we beat the Slurpcast guys last year at Chaos Cup. Yeah. You know, and, you know, in the overall standings, they only had one guy. We had two guys. So, by default, yeah. we did better than them. Okay, logic. And so, you can have your little most casualty award from last year, Extreme. But we won the Slurpcast versus Both Down, Before Both Down <laughs> Challenge. So, now, we're going to take on 3 dot block. Okay, sounds good. And then, if the guys from ZTZ can come over here next Chaos Cup. That we, would be awesome. We might challenge you if we're there. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. Well, we'll have to see, see what I'm they say. I'm feeling Randy. That's yeah. not Randy. That's Spunky. Don't say spunk. Frisky. Fris- don't say Frisky. <laughs> God damn. Just uh, mad. Can we mad? Just say mad? I'm not really mad, though. I'm like... Feisty. Mm, Feisty's good. Feisty. I like Frisky. And <laughs> I like Randy. None of those are good. Horny. No. See? <laughs> there's your problem. Oh, those are all bad? It uh, just works me up. All right. Any other shout outs? Um, yeah, of course. We got a very important one to shout out. Uh, you're damn right. We got bacon crackers. Yes, we do. And first off, I'd like to thank, who is it, Paulo? No, I know who it is. Yeah. This cracker right here is a bacon cracker from Paulo from Portugal. What are they called? These are called, I guess you say Tuck, T-U-C. And they are a bacon-flavored cracker that actually has, like, a little tiny layer of meat yeah. is what it looks like inside. Or the pink slime stuff It is interesting. But they taste good. These taste good. These are from Portugal. They're from Paulo, who uh, he's out there on Twitter. I'll make sure to put a link on that. He also Mary writes Mayhem. for Mary Mayhem News, and we talk about him a lot. He won the Meatloaf Award over at Zlurpcast. He's a great guy. Uh, Tristan also sent us some bacon crackers. Uh, Tristan sent me bacon crackers. Okay. Well, I ate some of them. because yes, you're you his... did. Yeah, he loves you. They're awesome. And he sends you free comics, too. Oh, yes, he did. Those were awesome. And those were comics like I would want. I wasn't because expecting those that. Because from the 70s. It was like a great day. I, I got the mail, and it's like, oh, this is a package. Why is it so heavy? Bacon crackers. So Yeah. So we got comics. Bacon... 
So we got bacon crackers. We tried both of them. Steve likes Tristan's better. Yeah, the the ones from Canada. Uh, they're called Christie's Bacon Dippers, I think. They're very similar to old. I think they were Nabisco ones that I had as a kid, and I loved them. So I'm actually saving them. We've got a game night Friday, Saturday, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, the best thing to do with those things is you take some of those, you take some nacho cheese Doritos, you put them in a bowl, and you mix them up, and it's You're just serious? awesome. Huh. So good. So they are very good. Tristan's are good too. I just I think I, I like, like those Paulo's. best because they remind me of uh, when I was a kid. I think I like Paulo's better. Those are interesting. I like them. I like the little layer of meat inside of them. They're not bad. I'm hoping I can. My dad likes it when he goes to other countries, brings me food from there. So I'm trying to hold. Hopefully, I can save these till I see him this weekend. <laughs> but I don't know if it's gonna make it. That's a not a big enough package of crackers. So yeah, for me. So Bacon thanks, guys. Crackers, awesome, both of you. It it's it's awesome having connections around the world. Sure is to faraway lands like Canada and Portugal. <laughs> So we appreciate you guys sending us crackers. Uh, I'd like to give, even though we've already thanked them once, probably, or maybe we didn't, uh, Sergeant Allen, who got together with us, they play in our home league. They got on here in our earlier segment where we talked about Dungeon Ball. I'd just like to rethink those guys. I'd like to make sure that Allen knows I was teasing about his gay son, (laughs) and I don't want to really offend his family. So if anybody does get offended, I'd like to publicly apologize in this segment and just say, I was joking, no offense. So. And if that doesn't make it into the podcast, then he's apologizing for nothing. Oh, well, if you take it out, that's fine too. But, you know, hey, I just wanted him to know that. I yeah, was, definitely It was, it was really just a joke. We like to bust each other's balls. Yeah, and they do a lot of help with the bumpers and making little fluff for us. So, Yeah, they're. Uh, I would say they're probably the next two guys in our league that are the most into Blood Bowl besides me and you. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, they have the most storage. I mean, Alan likes to make his own fields. And, oh, yeah. Or, or, you know, starts their projects at least and stuff. <laughs> but anyways, so I'd like to thank those guys. Um, so we get, we covered Mary Mayhem News. You need to check those guys out. And Steve, I'd like to talk to you and congratulate you. Oh, yeah? On your new position. Uh, missionary? Missionary. Oh, wait. Sometimes oh. a little rabbit. Sometimes. I don't know what that is. You don't know what the rabbit position is? No. It's kind of like the deer. You need to buy a Kama Sutra. So will you get a flashlight and blind no, them and then just no, go no, at it? No, no, no. You no. have to look that up. We'll save that for another podcast. Okay. <laughs> Both down. <laughs> the Kama somebody Sutra. Actually, somebody tweeted me yesterday said, what does Both Down actually mean? I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Um, so you have a new position with the NAF. Yeah. Uh, Dave Lycos reached out, and I guess they're trying to get a lot more regional coordinators around the world. So I appear to be one now. And I guess I'm a southern regional coordinator for America, but haven't quite fleshed everything out. So let's call you the southern Nagareth I'm good regional with that. coordinator. Let's but, get the fluff in there. Yeah, definitely nice. Um, been trying to do what I can to promote the game. Well, we, the we do the show. We hope Twitter this helps. And, you know, just reaching out and trying. But, yeah, it'll be nice to be able to make a contribution as best i can and if you're not a member of the naf go over there and sign up get you some dice sign up support those guys they're really going to push forward to really make an impact i think going yeah. forward johnny's the new media guru so we should be getting good emails and newsletters right. out 
They're going to be doing an update to the website eventually, hopefully soon. I mean, if you love Blood Bowl and you want it to thrive and maybe, you know, people keep making miniatures and stuff like that, you know, we got to grow the community together. Um, that's why we actually really do support all the other podcasts and yeah, enjoy absolutely. all of them. So, you know, we're not enemies here. We're all... The more Blood Bowl, the better. Yeah, that's why we're just going to take over every Blood Bowl podcast slowly. Yeah, I a little don't, ginger I don't have infection. That you mess with us, you go both down with us, you get a little ginger infection. So we already got Drew on the inside. He's going to help us, brother. <laughs> I, I'm going to slip yeah. that guy some bacon crackers, and he's going to be like, he's a rollover. I bet everybody loves bacon crackers, but especially gingers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Um, I did want to thank again Camille from Cyanide, the public relations officer who helped get the interview with Pierre Marie mm-hmm. and set up that. That's a nice little special interview for us. I yeah, thought. we really appreciate them coming on and, you know, just giving us a chance to talk to them. I mean, yeah, very nice, very accommodating, gave us a lot of information, went out of the way to set up the interview, and we actually have a, a giveaway from them. Is that so? What kind of giveaway? A free copy of the game. Well, how would somebody get a free copy of the game? Uh, I just asked them, and they gave it to me. <laughs> no, how would somebody <laughs> acquire that? Oh, oh somebody you're gonna else? Keep, you're going to keep it for yourself. Oh, I have to give it away. We oh. have perks here. No, I don't get anything for free. But yeah, definitely they provided one to give away to one of our listeners. What should we do? Well, it is Dungeon Bowl, so it needs to be something Dungeon Bowl related. Ooh. And we do love fluff. Fluff flavor teams. Ooh. So what we probably would need is just send us an email at bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Just something interesting with Blood Bowl. Whether it's pictures of your own homemade stadiums. Maybe a team from Dungeon Bowl. Maybe a, Like rosters you've made with the background. Maybe a tournament you played in that used the Dungeon Bowl rules. Maybe yeah. you played the second edition Dungeon Bowl, and I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, anything like that. Um, there's no true set rules. Just email something related to Dungeon Bowl. Can we do a drawing? Can we like take the best ones or the ones yeah. that actually apply to the rules that we just said, which were very vague, and throw them in a hat? Because I'm not Mr. Grammar. So I always sure. worry on these stories that somebody, you know, it's like the painting contest that we try, but mm-hmm. we're never going to win and stuff. Yeah, definitely. So the best entries will each pick a couple that we like okay. and then randomly choose from there. Okay. So definitely just write in, let us know what you're thinking about Dungeon Bowl. Let us know what you like about the game coming yes. up. Can I apply? No. You <laughs> don't even, you can't even play it on your computer. I'm going to upgrade. Once you One upgrade, day I'm going to have DVR, too. <laughs> and a cell phone. One <laughs> of them automobiles. <laughs> God. And one of those riding lawnmowers. That would be nice. God, that would be wonderful. Uh, but, yeah, so something Dungeon Bowl related, just let us know. And we'll keep you informed and let you know who wins that next month. Sounds great. I'm still going to have my wife or kids, you know. <laughs> Put in for the competition so we can win a copy. Yeah, I don't see that happening. All right. Any final ones? I'm looking over my show notes here. We covered bacon crackers. Um, you know, I threw down the challenge to those those guys over at Three Dot Blocks. So once we take over their show, we're gonna have two fluff podcasts. And oh, great. 
Talk about tactics with random <laughs> rules is what we're going to do. Uh, we co- I think we covered it all, man. Um, you know, get uh, we- out there and you know support your Blood Bowl podcast. Go look, listen to the other ones, too. Go over to the Zlurp cast guys, Johnny and Extreme. Go see Nathan and Sean over at ZTZ. You know, if you love these shows, go rate them. Go rate us on iTunes. Hopefully you'll do us first and give us five stars. Um, we appreciate all that. You know, yeah. feedback is um, – we don't get paid for this stuff, and I know you've probably heard this in other places. And we've had a tremendous amount of feedback in the short time of doing uh, both them. Yeah, we have. So we really do appreciate it. But I'm not going to lie; we we love getting those little emails or just those little tweets that just say, "Hey guys, good job" or whatever. And it, I mean, that really just keeps us going. I, oh, speaking of, it's a nice little pat on the head. If you listened last month, I put out a call to someone in South America to. Yes. To contact us. Yes. No takers. No takers. All right. Damn it, South America. So we need a professional soccer player <laughs> or transvestite and or a drug lord. Yeah, any of those are good. From South America. Yeah. We still need South America. So but, uh, we yeah. need somebody to shout out to us. You know, really, if you're in South America, you've probably got better things to do than play Blood Bowl. Well, they, they MMA. MMA is huge over there. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, that's one of the few things you're going to do when you, you get the Brazilian hat when you come out of Brazil and you're a baby. You get to either play soccer, MMA fighter, female, <laughs> <laughs> or drug lord. That's your four jobs. Very few choices. <laughs> yeah, you kinda, you're, you're kind of probably going for the MMA fighter or the soccer player. But, really? Because you know, hey. I was thinking drug lord. Oh, okay. Well. More money, more women. More money, more problems. Got 99 problems, but Dungeon Bowl ain't one. <laughs> um, other than that, though, uh, definitely hit us up on Twitter at BothDown. I'm at Kilowog2814. And if you want to get my personal Twitter, it's at FatFinley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. And um, just so you know, and you might not know, you can also catch my uh, other podcast, Ring Rust, over at CouchPirates.com. And I love a, if you like pro wrestling and stuff, and you like hearing my voice, and you like to hear me, Randy or Frisky, or <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes that, or crazy, you can go over there and listen to that as well. And please give us ratings on iTunes as well. So, and you can listen to my my other podcast at doesn't exist yet, doesn't or exist probably actually. ever. But hey, you're perfect for this show. You're beautiful, Steve. I am beautiful. You're a beautiful man. Okay, wow. I don't like where this is going, so let's just wrap <laughs> this up and leave. Both down. Bye, guys. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by couchpirates.com to hear more of their podcasts.